0: So Speaking of then. needing attention. Oh, yes. Welcome to. We win? Yeah, we win. Welcome to uh, My Life and Rambles. Hey. I got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and behind the showroom. Yeah. yeah. Again Simul- with Simulcast. Carlos and Jenny. Yes. Because. Why
1: not? Yeah, because it's like because uh, uh, this is this is my once a week get out. <laughs> this is where I, I don't see my own um, tile on my on my <laughs> in my house. I'm, I'm, it's so funny because now I'm like I'm noticing things things are real familiar mm-hmm. and and I'm like I'm like I need to stop. At one time, okay, this is this is this is super like vain. I I don't think it's Saint's to find. But anyway, like so I sold my car that I had. I, I had this car. It was a nice car. It ran well. It was a it was a BMW. Mm-hmm. But I remember I sold it and um Edgar's sister asked me, because I, I sold it to Edgar. And I mm-hmm. go, here you have it for like for, for a thousand bucks. Just real, just real cheap. Mm-hmm. Come around. And he and she was like, Are you selling my brother a, a a shitty car? I go, No, it's a great car. It still runs and it still works. Right. And I go, um
0: And it's I, a BMW. It's a
1: BMW, yeah. And I go I didn't
0: know how fancy BMWs were until I Oh, until I started driving one, yeah, and now people are like, "Oh, a BMW." I was like, "I mean, I got it at a good deal."
1: Yeah, I got it at a good it's deal. It's
0: not like, I mean,
1: I mean, it's and it's fun to drive. They're fun to drive because mm-hmm. they're they're very, um, like they hug the the turns and everything like that. And they're mm-hmm. they're a really good, a really well made car. And I'm like, yes. I get it, I get it. But yeah. Um, it was funny because she goes, "Are you selling my brother a piece of shit car?" And I go, "No, it, it runs." It was. She was like, "Why are you selling it for and so cheap?" I go. I'm gonna be real honest with you right now. I don't think I've ever been this honest. <laughs> I go, but I'm sick of looking at the dashboard. <laughs> that's the only reason I sold the car because I was just tired of looking at that dashboard. You're hilarious. And yeah, because I had driven it all over the place. So I went and I got, I bought another one, and then um, it was just funny though because uh, that's how I feel about my house now. Like I want to move out of my house because yeah. I'm sick of looking at the 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 tile, I, uh, the kitchen, yeah. and I'm like, oh, so this is why people retire. And start redoing their home because Mm -hmm. they own it Mm -hmm. and they can't move out of it. So, Mm -hmm. they're like, well, let's just redo the kitchen.
0: I keep looking around and I'm like, we really need to paint in here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like not at at my house. I'm like, because, you know, sometimes corners and stuff where you get scuffed. Yeah. You you know, because people just walk by and touch it all the time. And I'm like... This needs
1: paint. Yeah. I've, 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 uh, I've wiped the trimmings down because mm-hmm. uh, I've seen dust mm-hmm. collect right there. And I'm like, oh, this is gross. Let me get this. I, I've wiped fa- fans down. I've gotten gangster on it.
0: I know. I've never swept so much in my life. Ah, no like, shit, right? That, I'm like, why is there so much stuff on the floor? It's like two little pieces of lint. I'm like, I better sweep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I cleaned out the refrigerator. Anybody like,
0: who doesn't come out of this quarantine as a really clean person. Yeah. You probably should have got
1: the roller. I developed uh, OCD. <laughs> <laughs> I got OCD I remember, in the 2020 I used to, uh, pandemic. I used to have a joke and I go, I used to be like, I hate when people will say they have OCD and they're like, oh, my house needs to be like super clean. I'm like, motherfucker, that's what you're supposed to do. I was like, OCD is <laughs> when you got to tap the knob seven times and turn around. <laughs> Otherwise you think the world's going to end. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, no, I. it's funny too, last night I thought of a, um, of an ending to a joke or, or a um uh, a lead-in to, to a joke. And I was like, that's exactly how I should say it. That way it's going to be way more funny. I go, oh, I got excited. I got hella excited. But I was like, there's nowhere I can try it out at. Now. Yeah. And, and uh, I know people are like, well, you you do live stream. It's like, it's not the same. I don't get people why they don't understand that the live streaming stand up on Zoom is not the same. Well,
0: especially if you're trying out something new. Yeah. If you're sitting there doing the same old jokes and you're like, oh, the snow or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: You already know where the punchline is, where to pause for laughter. You know, you know exactly what's coming from an audience that isn't there. Mm-hmm. If you're trying something new, you're trying to get the engagement of the audience to figure out which
1: way to go well,
0: yeah exactly did this did this yeah. work did it not work should i go in a different direction should I, I say it punch it up here right yeah, change I,
1: my tone ooh, you know what i you know what i should do next time right uh in front of an audience um <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like uh uh so i i um because i was like okay i'll do some internet content or online content and that's why i made the um i did the the office game oh the, yeah the other day uh, oh yeah that was fun It seems so fun. i'm gonna do another one
0: i was definitely i was like I mean, I watch The Office, uh-huh. but I don't watch The Office. Oh, really? Like you guys were on it. It was like, how much did wait, wait wait how much did Jim pay for the the outfit that he when he impersonated Dwight? Yeah, I was like, wasn't it like four bucks or something?
1: Yeah, it's eleven. It was eleven dollars. Yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I didn't know. And then I saw everybody answering. I was like, oh oh shit, I'm behind.
1: He said he goes he goes false. <laughs> he goes. Um, Bears beats Battlestar
0: Galactica. <laughs> I love that. I think that's one of my favorite lead-ins. Oh really? That cold that cold open
1: and he goes, yeah. like, he, what he, says, he goes, he uh, I like the way uh, Dwight's face is like he's like, That's no wait, hey, what are you doing? Michael <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What are you doing? Identity theft is a real crime Jim. And <laughs> he's so mad at him. You know, it affects
0: so many people.
1: He went in as he went into to um, audition for Dwight at one point or something like that. Jim did, yeah.
0: Oh, funny, yeah, yeah.
1: And then, um, it's
0: funny to think like it, you can't imagine any of the characters in any role except the role that they're in. Mm-hmm. But what if,
1: <laughs> yeah, and one of the other one was like, uh, one of the questions was, um, how many regional managers ha- has a Scranton office had, yeah, uh, and um. Four. And it was like four or three or two, and it's like it's nine. Really? There's been nine regional mm-hmm. managers, and it's um, Jim had been one had been oh. for a really hot segment. Well, second. he was
0: like a co-manager,
1: but then he made him manager, and then Michael went to be a salesman. Oh, that's right, they were right, like, right,
0: because they changed the yeah, um, commission and, structure. And
1: Joe's like, y'all make y'all y'all make no sense, <laughs> <laughs> you know. What I mean? And then um, and then it's uh, uh, Creed at one point. And when he was making the acronyms, mm-hmm. and he was like "Bobadi, body, bo body and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "We're making acronyms." He was like, all right. What's the first B? And the guy goes, "Business." And he goes, "I like it."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, um, who else? A oh, Will Farrell was. Yeah. He, uh, I, Idris on. Alba. I just, oh yeah yeah I just yeah. Idris Alba. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's four. Uh, Nelly was five. Nelly's oh, the one that's took right. Very. And then they got you got uh, you got Andy. Yep. we got Ed Truck that that his, his uh, cap had got decayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then there was um Michael. Mm-hmm. And there's one more. Who was it else that I I, I forgot right now? I just forgot. Ooh. You're so on the spot. Uh, 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 uh who was the last one? The last
0: the I don't know, you already named the four that I knew.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which was um I totally forgot about Andy, Michael, Nelly, Idris Alba, and
1: Will Farrell. Will Farrell. Andy, which is so funny because
0: Andy was was manager for a long time. Andy was was a manager for a long time, and he wasn't even there. Yeah, because he went off on his boating journey and whatever.
1: Yeah, he he in real life he he was uh, shooting uh, the Hangover.
0: Oh, oh, okay. So
1: that's why he took a big hiatus. Yeah. uh, uh, so Ed Truck, Nelly, Andy, Jim, Dwight. That's what it was. Dwight oh. was the regional manager and fired the gun. <laughs> right. <you're> right. <laughs> but he also. Right. The yeah. <laughs> the gun. Oh
0: Lord. The gun. Yeah, yeah.
1: I can't remember what the gun was called. I wanted that to be a trivia question. What was the gun? Yeah. Because uh Joe uh, played by um uh oh my god, I just I do this all the time. I know. Uh
0: That's how I know you're gonna be your dad when you grow up.
1: Well, it's because I know all these names, but then it's like and then I and then I lost them because like uh, I added so many other new, new, uh, well, uh, <laughs> 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 uh what's you're, her name? Uh, you're watching,
0: you're watching Carlos turn and, into his dad. And,
1: and Emmy award-winning actor, or Emmy, uh, Oscar. Did she win an Oscar or something like that? She was in, uh, Misery. Mm-hmm. Misery. She she was one that uh, knocked uh, James Caan's feet mm-hmm. off of, uh, like off the blocks. Um, also, fried green tomatoes. I love that you
0: keep thinking I'm gonna
1: well, you help did, you here. Fr- fried green tomatoes. I know
0: who it is. Uh, I do not know her name. She was on Titanic.
1: She was. She was. Uh, she played pretty much the same character on Titanic as she did in fucking in the Office. <laughs> <laughs>
0: True.
1: What is her name? That's
0: uh, p- fried green tomatoes. I have to watch that again.
1: Let's see. I like, liked that one. Titanic. And it's so funny because the box is right there. We can just look right there at that box.
0: Oh, right. The hundred boxes of Titanic hanging out at the laughs com- condo.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, well. I
0: know. See, this is why I find them. Because it's faster. Okay, so other than The Office, mm-hmm. what have you been watching?
1: Oh, I, uh, from one of the creators of The Office, of the original Office, uh, I watched Afterlife. You told me to watch that. So I watched Afterlife. I watched season Oh,
0: we have to talk about Afterlife. I was like, Afterlife? What's that?
1: <laughs> I um, wasn't
0: even paying attention. I've Kathy Bates.
1: C- Kathy Bates. That's why I'm there faster was. than you. Yeah, I couldn't find it. You're good. You're you, good. You're, I got this. I got this. I'll be the Google star. Yeah. Uh, you're going to
0: actually know the names. I'll just look them all up. <laughs> yeah.
1: That'd be perfect.
0: Um, afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. I really liked the first season. I because watched it all. I loved just the, the the fuck you all honesty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just say what you want and don't give a shit. And, you know, just like the whole. So he's, uh, he's mourning his uh, dead wife. Mm-hmm. And through his grief, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to say what I think. And that's how I'm going to cope and deal with it. And then the people around him kind of accept it. Which is entertaining all in itself.
1: Yeah, I really like the fact that the way that he put it was like, you know, because it's a it's a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. It, it's super dark comedy, mm-hmm. and I like the way that he put the whole thing of like, he said, "I was gonna kill myself, mm-hmm. but then the dog was hungry, Right. and I was about to kill myself, and the dog was hungry. And now that now that I fed the dog, I'm alive. So everything after this is just whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. And and when he when he said and that, if I, I get go, tired I get of doing that.
0: it. I could just kill myself. I could
1: just kill myself, and that's and that's his that's his strength. Is right. like when I'm done, I'm done. Because all this is right now is just free time now. Yeah. And I thought that was so interesting the way that he put it because like you know uh, sometimes i I think like that, and then uh, it gives me the the um, the the courage. Like when, he,
0: like when he has the first one degree show, Jesus.
1: Christ. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've never been so scared. Of what? Of. Uh, of you not showing up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. That was funny. Go I know. We're
0: going to totally digress. Why not? <laughs> okay. I mean, we did last time. Um, so One Degree of Separation mm-hmm. is a show that uh, you started doing with Brad Bonner, mm-hmm. Ellis Rodriguez, Steph Garcia. Yes. And it is a funny look at suicide and depression. Yeah. Which, all in all, seems like a really difficult thing to do, but you all pull it off.
1: Yeah. I go up on there and talk
0: And about it. yeah, so it's Four comics that get on stage, do some material to show, hey, we are funny. We're comics. We we do happiness for a living. Yeah. And we all struggle with depression.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we're about to have the first show, and Carlos is always early, yep. always on time. Very the good at consummate that. Consummate <laughs> professional. <laughs> and we're sitting there, and I don't even think about Carlos showing up because he's just always shows up.
1: Because I ain't got nowhere else to go. And <laughs> <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. And he's
0: just reliable. And so Brad is like, hey, have you heard from Carlos? And I was like, no. Is he not here? Mm -hmm. And he's like, no. And he's not answering his phone.
1: No, I'm not answering my phone either.
0: And I was like, what do you mean? Because I know that at the time, like you had been going through it right around that time period.
1: Yeah. And no one had talked to me in about two days. (laughs)
0: yeah I think I, I think I had talked to you maybe the day before or something, but mm. you were but it, but it was kind of like uh i haven't I haven't left my house in three days, yeah, and I'm not planning on doing so and that's what I was like, go to the gym because it's always kind of makes you feel better yeah. to get out and get up and so I was like, go to the gym mm-hmm. and I think the last time I talked to you, you said I'm going to go to the gym, so okay. So now we're it's like showtime. It's about to start and there's no Carlos and he's not answering the phone, which is completely unlike you. I uh-huh. haven't responded to anybody's texts.
1: Yeah. And
0: although I'm not an anxious person or a worrier, I still have the, you know, think about the worst thing that could have happened. You know, mm. obviously, if somebody doesn't answer the phone, they're on the side of the road dead. Yeah. But I was like, oh, my God. What if he killed himself before the depression show? like like literally that could be the worst thing ever and we were all super worried and then i finally get a hold of you and you're like oh shit the show's at seven not at eight Eight. and i just left the gym i was like i have never felt so much relief
1: yeah everyone was like what happened yeah that was crazy. uh everyone was like that that i would off myself the night of the show (laughs) and um I was like, yeah, that would've been that'd have been fucking dope though. Cause then that'd have right. been like that'd have gave the show like a lot of validity. <laughs> like that would have been... <laughs>
0: right. and then um So we were gonna have Carlos on the show, but And you made a joke about it too.
1: Yeah, I said something like I felt like I like I like I'd had to be one of the um I can't remember what I said.
0: I don't know, but it was funny.
1: There's the, that whole <laughs> there that whole that whole show there. is somewhere on YouTube. Yeah. That whole that whole oh, is um, it? yeah, the, the very first one. one? Yeah. I, I should go back and look at it and check it out. It's been out, because, like, I mean, we've been doing this show now for, like, almost a year now. Maybe a little, a little over a year. A little over a Because I want
0: to say the first one was, like, November, December of 2018.
1: Yeah, because I, I remember a long time ago, like, I was talking at the, talking to, uh, to Brad at the, um, at the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he was like, so how you doing, buddy? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing better. You know, because, like, you know, I was, I was sober and stuff like that. And, you know, and I was just like, yeah, I think I was in year maybe five or six maybe. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just talking about being sober. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, man, I've been doing it for a while and this and that. And, you know, so he's like, interesting. And then he started talking to me about, about, you know, stuff that he's been into and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. Because it, it I met Brad, mm, I want to say year four four of comedy, maybe he's five. And, uh, (laughs) I fucking ate shit. (laughs) I went to, I did a casino gig in, I want to say was, uh, Lake Tahoe. Okay. And it was like this, this, this shitty, um, Casino. There was like the 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 casino city casino room where it was open. Like it was just in the middle of the casino and was open. And I and I went up.
0: It wasn't like a conference room. No,
1: it was. And you know what's (laughs) funny is that one was like uh, also too. It started. I thought it started at seven. Apparently, it started at six. I'm like, there's no shows that start at six. (laughs) Oh yeah, well here we do. And and it was summertime, so it was light as fuck. And it was just nothing but old people. And I went. I remember going up there and just eating a ton of shit i was eating so much shit that the audience was feeling bad for me so they were trying to find <laughs> things to laugh about you know they were kind of rooting for me to stop eating so much shit and i'm like i know you guys i know i'm uh, i know <laughs> i know what's happening i i have self-awareness and um and i get off and then brad goes up and brad kills because brad got magic and shit and he's playing guitar and brad is pulling out all the fucking tricks and i was right. like okay all right i see i see i see what i have to do in order to get over in this room And he's like but uh i told him i was like, don't judge me off this but anyway so uh we start talking and stuff like that and then he was like well you know let's let's get together i gotta what do you, what do you think about doing a show about something like that we talk about this stuff and i was like dude this sounds that sounds like an idea and he goes well, I, I'm, I'm gonna sit on it some more and he came back to me like maybe six or seven months later yeah and then that's when it started the ball rolling uh, and uh, we would get together, me, Ellis, uh, Steph and, uh, and Brad and, and and we would sit down and have dinners and then we'd start talking and figuring out and finding out what kind of process we want to go through and how we want to format the show. Mm-hmm. And then also to the, the camaraderie of uh, of everyone's depression and starting to understand, like, you know, that it has different forms and whatnot. And it was actually pretty good and pretty cool exercise and pretty good um, for me and stuff like that and uh and then four people too because apparently like it was it was uh they wanted to like ask us to do high schools and stuff like that but we're like we can't change the language because <laughs> hey, we're dealing with death so it's like where there's no you know light way you to can't put be this honest no.
0: and put pretty flowers on it yeah, at so, the same time
1: so i'm like uh, so when i seen this afterlife and he and he's talking about committing suicide he's just talking about being in a depression i was like oh i totally get this and mm-hmm and it was like uh it was very relatable to me and then and then on top of it, it's funny because that's where humor comes out of humor mm-hmm. comes out of of no more of no n- n- not caring about the outcome too much or it's mm-hmm. like i'm just saying what i feel and it's just being really honest and then people laugh and they're like oh you think that oh you think that's funny well i got a lot more where that comes <laughs> right, from right. and so it's like uh
0: and that's what that's what it was yeah. like it's just the stuff that he was saying it was and then there was the second season Oh, yeah. Just got released yesterday. On Friday, yeah. And I felt like it was so different. Mm -hmm. And not in a bad way, just in an unexpected way. Like, I felt his depression so much more. Oh, yeah. In the second season. And I don't know if it was because he was trying, trying to act like he was feeling better, Mm -hmm. which makes it kind of realer.
1: Yeah, well, because you feel like you're being lied to yeah and you're like, Oh, you're not better like why would you do that to me right well, i was go I was rooting for you right, and that's what it's like that's what it's like too when you're when you're trying when you're sober and then when you know you relapse and people are like oh when you when you when you do, when you do something like that and you and you steal the love out of your love uh, out of your friends and family's eyes, it's terrible because it's like they were rooting for you, and they mm-hmm. feel like you did it to us again, man, you tricked us again, you got our our hopes up high, and you didn't it's like the deadbeat dad that's like, I'm going to pick you guys up, we're going to go to the movies, and right. never shows up. It's right. like, I had faith in you, yeah. and you fucking let me down. But you're right, yeah, it, that the second – because I, I I got – I was fortunate enough to watch the the first season on Wednesday. Right. And then Thursday night, midnight hits, and, and then the, the Friday, I was like, oh, okay. So I got to see it kind of back-to-back. So yeah. I got to see the um the – the, the evolution, mm-hmm. which I really liked because I, I was like.
0: I rewatched the first season. Oh, did you? Knowing that the second season was coming because uh-huh. I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it again.
1: It's a very quick watch, too. Mm-hmm. It's, they're 30 minute episodes or six, mm-hmm. maybe, of them, of each season. Yeah. 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 It's Something really, like that. really quick to watch. And it's like. Um, and it's, it's, it is uh, dark, yeah. but there
0: is humor in it, especially the first one. Yeah. The second one, not as much humor. There is still some lightness in it mm-hmm. but it just you could feel the the, the darkness more
1: <laughs> i like how it uh it also uh shines a light on everyone else's uh flaws
0: yeah
1: uh, on, on all the other characters flaws in the second season it's yeah. like we saw a piece of people because we're they're developing more of the of, of him and trying to understand his uh, you know his his thoughts of suicide and how can someone be so in love with the idea, mm-hmm. and then, um, and then you just all these cast of characters where he, you know, the way he treats them and and whatnot, and that's how he treats himself. And then in the second season, you're starting to realize like, oh, these people. Because the one thing that got me in the first season was when uh, there's a there's a there's a part where where the new girl. And the mm-hmm. Indian girl, the new Indian girl, she and she tells him at one point. I, I like the fact that it wasn't like super sentimental. It was just like we're at the desk and I just need to tell you this. So you because I, I need you to know this because I will hate myself if you don't show up tomorrow because you kill yourself type of type of mentality. Yeah. And she's just like, please don't kill yourself. I've never heard anybody talk about their wife the way that you talked about your wife. I wish I can't wait for someone to love me like that the way that you say it. And you make me laugh and I don't want you to go <laughs> like like for my own selfish reasons. I need you to stay here, you know, and it's like and it's so funny because it's like, yeah, sometimes you do need to hear that. And you, people and it's like uh, I, was, I was like I was watching. I started crying. I was like, dude, I was like, not only do I, I I'm like, I have that little person in my head every now and then to tell me that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I will get to a point where I'm or I'm completely slowly thinking like him, like I just want to go to sleep or I just don't want to wake up or I just don't want to be around. And it's like, what does it even matter? Because like it's going to it's just the same thing over and over again. And I'd rather just not have the pressure of having to do this over and over again and get and get the same results. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. I just don't I just want to go to sleep. I just want to I want it to end. And then I have and then I have then I'll have that little person in my head telling me, no, but. I need you around. Mm-hmm. I like you around. You're fun. This is fun. Just stop, stop focusing on, on, on six months down the line. Mm-hmm. Start focusing on what we're doing right now and making me laugh. And it's like, oh, okay. So when I seen that, I was like, dude, I, that's so crazy that I, I felt both characters completely simultaneously. And I was like, dude, this is. I was like, this dude really wrote. He they he wrote it exactly the way that it said. Sometimes to myself, and I was like, oh yeah, because. Because in essence, like, I have to be by myself. So, you know, I can't rely on people to do that for me constantly because that's, 'Cause then you become really too needy and I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> That's my problem with Well like, and anybody
0: yeah. relying on some, on other people constantly to better their
1: depression yeah, uh-huh.
0: is also going to end up in failure because they you can't that person can't always be there. Mm-hmm. Because they do have their own problems and their own issues and and that happens in this in this season in the where yeah. there other people, their other characters, their lives are going to shit or, you know, going good or there's things being taken. they they're they're, they're being taken away from yeah. this central character and then also that he has so much like the world doesn't stop because you have depression no and sometimes it is just getting piled on and mm-hmm. now you have this to deal with and yeah it was it was definitely a
1: when he said that too like heavier
0: when, when you like, season
1: like how you said too like uh, he um he's like yeah he's like, other people have fucking problems you know it's not just fucking you and he's like he's and he's like, i didn't i didn't think about that <laughs> you know, and he's just like, and he just goes into it. And he's like, oh, "Okay, I am, I am being, you know, really. I'm not, uh, I'm not mining the wake that I'm making. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I should definitely under, I should definitely take in consideration. And then it started like, you know, with that. I just really like, it was really. But good. that
0: can sometimes create a problem too, because now you feel bad because you're affecting other people. Yeah. with your.
1: Or that you're, and yeah, because then you're living, you're living just only for other people. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't do this. And it's like, so it's like, you got to find a healthy balance. And that's why, like, that little voice, like, I'll try to, um, I, I try to exercise it and make it louder. I try mm-hmm. to, like, figure out how to give it a little, uh, turn the volume on. Yeah. 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 Turn the volume on and give it a microphone. Cause, um, because yeah, because you can definitely fall into these deep depressions or these deep, or these so suicidal thoughts. Suicidal, I, I, I don't know. I, I, with I, I, <laughs> these suicidal thoughts, man, and it's just like, um, it's it's funny because like it doesn't happen uh, like like oh I want to kill myself and it's an in anger. It's 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 just like it gets. There's these little points, these little they're like these little flashes. Sometimes I would have, and I'd be like, I'd be like. I just want to kill myself. I just want to do it. I just want to, uh, but then they, they only last for seconds and seconds and seconds, but then sometimes they might get longer. And that's the problem where it's like, when you start noticing them getting, getting a little bit longer, where you're like, I've been having this thought now, maybe a couple seconds, but now they're more happening, more random or more, more frequently. And it's like, Oh, there's a problem. Something's happening. These are just, these are, and now that now I'm like exercised now to the point where it's like, okay, this is, This is a problem and i need to address it before something gets before it takes to another level but i'm lucky and i'm uh, looking to have the tools or to the self-recognition to not go too far off into those things but there's some people that don't have it yet Mm -hmm. and and i'm really figuring and i'm really in the figure i'm really uh fearful that uh that this quarantine is going to do it for a lot of people they're gonna it's gonna because now they have to be with themselves yeah uh and they're gonna be stuck in these houses they're stuck in these places and they're just like oh my god I never really dealt with that. I never really did. De- because we have someone that was in the in the group and they they were uh, on a TV show and they had spoken about how um, they. Uh,
0: Isolation magnified yeah. the problems that she didn't even know were a problem. Mm hmm. And um, kind of caused a mental breakdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I was like, wow. They were like, yep. They're like, I didn't even know that I was that upset about those things until
0: right.
1: everything was turned off. And I had to sit with myself. And it all came up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck, man. That's, that's, that sucks. Mm-hmm. That's scary. And I'm, 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 I'm fearful that that's going to happen with a lot of people. I mean, we're only in month one, you know. Right, yeah. And so. It's, well, that's
0: why it's important to check in with people. Especially people that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if you think that they are sad or not capable of doing, you know, isolation or being alone. Mm. Because in 2020, it'd be a lot different if we were quarantined in 1990. Yeah. Where you only have a house phone and can call one person at a time, you know. In 2020, we have so many tools to stay connected.
1: Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You
0: know, Zoom meetings and these meetings and that meetings and text message and the internet and Facebook and... Use the tools to reach out to the people around you, that you that might be struggling, or not even that are struggling. Just to say, hey, what's up? How are you doing? Yeah, you managing okay?
1: I've done it too. Like I like, and that's the thing too for me. Like I I've, I've reached out to a lot of people because also it helps me because and I'm like I'm talking to somebody or I'm mm-hmm. I'm like hey yeah we're back and forth, back and forth, and then um, there's like a lot of that happening too. Where you know um, I'm 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 going out. And, and I walked the park. I don't know. I, people were like, oh, you could be going out. And I was like, I I, I need to go out. And right. I was like, it's, they're like, it's not healthy. I'm like, no, it's not healthy if I stay in right. too long. I was like, otherwise, like I'll either die by the Corona or I'll die by, 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 by my own hand. I gotta, right. you know, so, um, uh, it was a really good show though. I was like, really, um, this second, the second season was just a, 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 a very, a very well written piece, man. And I mm-hmm. like that it's, That it doesn't have so many episodes where it's going too deep into everybody. It's just like, it's giving you enough of everything and everyone. And it's like, okay, and then we're going to... It's uh, still
0: light in content. It's uh not like super... You don't delve into a lot of problems or a lot of things. Mm. The feeling is different. Yeah. But it's still... It's still light enough. I mean, one of the, one still of the, a, one still of the main characters sicaunch. is a prostitute. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? I know. One, of,
1: one of his best friends is a prostitute. And it's like, that's so funny. And she's like, it's a sex worker.
0: She's a prosy. <laughs> yeah. Get it right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not a prosy. I'm a sex worker.
1: I'm a sex worker. <laughs> and then there's uh, the, uh, the, the mailman. The,
0: and, the, the postman. Yeah. That he obviously just needs a friend.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Because it's like, yeah, these these people are very, the way they're written, their characters, the way they're written, they they're not they're not super deep. But no. they'll have their moments, yes, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I see why you're why you're here, right, yeah, I see uh, I see what your purpose is, yeah, I
0: think it's really it's really well done. Mm-hmm. and I don't i it's not just a it's not just a comedy, no it, it's 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 so much more. it is it's it's super well, but watch it when you're in a good headspace because yeah. you're gonna cry, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's gonna affect, and then um there will
0: definitely be some uh, some deep thoughts that come from this.
1: did you watch anything else?
0: um what else did I watch?
1: Oh, that's telephone Oh, now no, did you
0: watch? We did we talk talk about the Stanford? Uh,
1: oh yeah, we talked about the Stanford. We talked about that one yeah, last yeah.
0: time, right? Um, I didn't watch. I know I was supposed to watch "Catch Me If You Can," but I didn't. What There's did I? a.
1: Oh, so that, did you see what DJ put it post? Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> DJ's love note to yeah. Carlos Rodriguez. That not only did you post, but now we're going to talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah, because uh, shout out DJ. So DJ Sandu sent me a, a thing and uh, a, a text, and
0: uh, oh, I got—I have a story about this. After you do this, oh really?
1: Go. Okay, okay. Here, can you? No, read? no, no. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm horrible at, at at reading out loud. <laughs> so DJ
0: Sandu is another Sacramento comic. Uh, moved to Vegas. He's back in town, I think, with his family right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, oh, uh, so Carlos has a thing with his friends where they talk about bitch ass dad and hard ass mom and they make these jokes back and forth. Yeah. And so uh, DJ says, I know this is a bitch ass dad move, but my brother and I were just talking about trauma and substance abuse and people who make real effort to combat it. And I brought you up. I really appreciate you and your willingness to help others on that path. I figure comics talk so much shit to each other and behind each other's backs. You deserve to know when people sing your praises too, which I agree because we talk about that a
1: lot. About uh,
0: <clears throat> that, oh. um, a lot of a lot of comics don't bring you up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I mean, negatively or positively, they just don't. Don't
1: bring me up. Bring you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so in my I, head, I when I that. saw this,
0: I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's not just me that tells Carlos he's good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> So uh, Carlos responds, "Do they?" In my head, I felt everyone just shits on me. <clears throat> Very Carlos move. Yeah. So he says, "I don't know if that's I don't know if if it's that people know it's because I hold you in high regard, but your name only comes up in green rooms in a positive light." Um, but I spend most of my day talking about what a bitch you are. So it ain't that. <laughs> no, for real, everyone I have ever everyone I ever talked to has the same Carlos broke down some game for me type of story. All I ever hear is you being a positive role model and a monster on stage. And Carlos respond, "That's awesome, man. I do appreciate to hear that." And DJ said, "But that's not by accident. That's you putting in work on your craft and as a person." But I'm gonna go back to shitting on you in public. Swear to God, you post a sentiment, a screenshot, and you're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. So immediately,
1: <laughs> so immediately I
0: Carlos screenshotted <laughs> it and posted it. Because why wouldn't he?
1: Yeah. I was like, "Fuck it. Well, ne- I mean, you know, I don't really ever get praised, so it's like, and that's why I say, like, "I when I when I." put it out when I post it up, I go, I don't ever expect to get praised for doing the, doing the right thing mm-hmm. because you're supposed to, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to just do the right thing and just be a good person. And I go, but it's nice to hear it every once in a while, you know, which is, which is, um, a different take, you know, like, cause I was like, Oh shit. Like I, okay. okay, okay but, um, yeah, and you know,
0: what is those little things like that, that mm-hmm. can have a huge impact on the person you're saying it to. Yeah so my story i mean heck we're talking about depression and suicide why not (laughs) Ah, (laughs) i um i had a family friend who I knew for years that I'm not going to out on my podcast whether or not they listen to it, but, but, um, uh, had always, always been there for my family. Like if something went down, my house got broken into and I called him and he came up over and boarded up a window. Mm -hmm. I hadn't talked to him in like two months, but just always there for my family. He was going through a, a rough time, um, in his life and we hadn't really connected for a while. And, uh, I just one day I was like, you know, what? I really appreciate this person. And I sat and wrote an actual letter uh-huh. like I typed it because I'm white. And that's what we do. Shut up.
1: Where'd you find a typewriter? <laughs> no,
0: it's not a computer, bitch.
1: Okay, OK, <laughs> so
0: I typed up this letter, printed it out, signed it, mailed it. All old school. Shut mailed up. it! It's not even important. <laughs> it was like six years ago. Let's calm down. That's
1: hilarious. <laughs>
0: I did, but,
1: but who said. doesn't
0: like to get mailed?
1: I sent it by horseback.
0: Yes. <laughs> With Paul Revere. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, I wrote
1: it by candlelight <laughs> and I sent it on
0: horseback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With my
0: quill pen.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: In my inkwell. <laughs> So um, you know, fast forward. I I sent it off. Didn't think anything of it. Just it was just like I really appreciate you always being there for my family. You were huge in my life. You you've always loomed larger than life to me. You know, you're the man. Mm-hmm. You know, next to my dad, you're the the person that I've looked up to my entire life. Yeah. And I may or may not cry telling you <laughs> this story. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut up. It's not important. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna stop looking at you. While I talk. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, so fast forward, and I don't know how long it was later—month, two months, three. Yet. It doesn't matter. And I get a voicemail, mm-hmm. and um, it tore my heart into pieces because this, like I said, larger than life, like manly man that you know mm-hmm. is on my voicemail, and he's thanking me uh-huh. because he had received this letter. And he's super emotional on this message. And I was just like, what? Uh-huh. But he tells me that um, around the time that he got the letter that he had gone up to Forest Hill Bridge. Oh, really? And this was before they like had the guards up and did all that. And he was going to jump. And for whatever reason, he didn't. And it was, you know, within that same time period that he got my letter. Oh, wow. And it really just meant so much because he felt so low. And just to be reminded that somebody thought mm-hmm. of him and that thought so much of him. And he's like crying at this point. And he told me that he goes, I framed it.
1: Oh, really? Oh. And I
0: put it up on my wall just as a reminder that, you know, I am loved uh-huh. and then I'm worthy of it and I was like oh my god <laughs> it was so... but it's just like you never know the random you know kind thought you have that to you is just a passing thought yeah like you know you're the man I don't have to tell you mm-hmm. well sometimes tell them yeah you Say you appreciate a person, or tell them that something small they did meant the world to you.
1: Yeah, and that—that's why, like, I posted the thing too because it says don't, but <laughs> <laughs> he says don't post it, I'll kill you. But I also I posted it not not to not not to be braggadocious or anything like that, but I posted it also too because it's like, hey, you can say nice things to each other. Mm-hmm. It's okay, and mm-hmm. it's like, and I, I posted it not saying like I'm doing the right thing or I'm I'm fucking all hiding mighty, but I'm like, hey, you know, also too, like 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 I said. I'm I don't think or I I'm not um talked about very much in, uh, in circles but it, like you said negative and I'm negative or positive um just keep doing what you're doing and something will happen or people will know or you know just you know be good in your own skin and I was like yeah so so I'll just I'll throw it out there because maybe someone might need to see it or someone mm-hmm. might need to read it and then um like I even uh I even did it one time with uh, with Aunt and I and I put and I posted it up. I had said something like I was like, You good? And he was like, Yeah, I'm good. Why, what's I, I mean, he was like, What's up with you? I was like, No, I'm just ho checking and I just, <laughs> I just and I did that screenshot up there. But just, you know, because um, you're right. Sometimes people need to see it or hear it. Um, you know, a little bit of reinforcement, not like too much to where it's fucking right. ogling and everyone's like, but like, I, I do get that. And that's, what, that's why I put it up there because I don't really ever put personal things up there I, on on Facebook. I'm, yeah. A lot of my stuff that I put on Facebook is has nothing to do with me personally. Yeah. Only thing ever I do put up on, on, on Facebook that has to do with me personally is when it's uh it's about, you know, I used to do. On, on the on amateur nights i would i would pick people up uh, if they were drinking and uh, oh, yeah. and i'm in town if i, didn't, if, I if i had a, if i was not working that night or something like that and I'm he's like,
0: not talking about amateur comic nights he's talking about new year's eve yeah. and uh cinco de mayo and amateur drinking
1: nights. Amateur, drinking nights amateur drinking nights yeah. when people that don't normally go out and drink go out and drink because it's a festivity type of thing and they're just all over the place and like i I'm, I'm very feel- fearful and they're
0: not they're not good enough alcoholics to be practiced in yeah <laughs> how not to
1: get I'm, caught up i'm worried that like uh, sam kennison died sober mm-hmm. you know and but he died in a drunken car accident mm-hmm. which fucking blows my brain like this guy finally sobered up and then gets taken out because of a partier and it's like dude i, I always worry about that too because like i'm sober now and i get off of stages and i get mm-hmm. out of work and now it's I, i'm off stage at midnight mm-hmm. and then after i've done shaking hands and all that stuff it's 12 30 it's 12 45 and then I I drive home in amateur hour all the time. All the time, amateur hour from one o'clock to two o'clock in the morning. People are out and they got they either got kicked out of the bar already because they've been fucked up, and now you're like I've seen people swerving in front of me, and I'm like, dude, I, I've called. I saw a
0: car the wrong way on the freeway. Oh really? Yeah, and but it had there it, a crash had happened, and they didn't look well, and I was like, just it was not it had just happened. Oh wow! Like there was one cop there and. It was bad.
1: Yeah, I I've called because I'm like, um, I remember one time on New Year's Eve I was uh, I was doing a uh, John Fox room up in um, Santa um, Santa what is it Santa San Rafael Santa Cruz Santa Rafael Santa Rafael right Santa Santa Santa, Rafael. Santa Cruz No no not Santa Cruz not Crow's
0: Nest No it wasn't Crow's oh, Nest okay. it was like then it was, a, it, was it, it was a theater and it was a okay, theater it was Santa Rafael Yeah we'll yeah go with
1: that. and then um and uh, I was on my way back. And and um, there was a car that was all over the road. And I was like, yo, I got to call in.
0: Yeah. And I
1: was like, because, you know, I mean, like, it, it, I, it, like years ago, I'd be like, oh, that's a bitch move. Blah, 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 blah. But now in my head, I'm thinking like, no, I'd rather have this guy have a $10,000 fine and do some da- time in jail rather than him kill someone. Mm-hmm. You know, and kill a family well, and mem-
0: Because when they get in that accident, it's mm-hmm. not them that dies. No. Statistically, because... I mean, when you when you get in an accident, you're supposed to not tense up. Yeah. Well, you're drunk. You're, you're the loose. one that's not going to tense. You're up. The loose. goose. But the family that you just hit head on. Yeah. They saw what's coming.
1: Yeah. And then, like, you know, or a family member, you know, someone, someone getting killed, and it's like now this guy, um, has got years, <laughs> you know. So I, I think that I, I that's how I kind of like justified it in my head. Um, but it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a terrible thing, man. So I, I would do that, you know,
0: I used to hate my mom uh, would always be like, you know, I worry about you driving home late at night and, uh, and this was even before I, I, um, uh, uh, took over the club before I bought the club. I, uh, you know, I, in my late twenties is when I started going out cause I was freshly divorced and I'm like, uh-huh. right. But I don't drink and drive. Mm-hmm. I've never drank and drive. I don't know. It got it got hammered home to me in my head.
1: How long are you on the club for? Uh, ten years. Ten? Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I'd go out I'd go out with Leslie, who used to manage the club, and, mm-hmm. and Chris, who worked at the candy store next door, and you know, but I never drank. So, you know, my mom's like, oh, I worry about you driving home and da 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 and I'm like, I don't drink. What's the problem? And then finally one day she was like, I'm not worried about you. Mm. I'm worried about them. And how they, you know, because yeah. them hitting you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was like, oh, well, that makes more sense.
1: <laughs> I remember that. I'm like,
0: I'm a responsible person.
1: <laughs> it's so funny because you're talking like, about, yeah, like, but are they? Uh, you ain't lying. You're right. I remember when, uh, uh, oh, because about the suicide and stuff like that. I remember the first time I thought suicide was a good, a really good idea, and I was like, oh shit, this is because uh, uh, they go, because okay, so I would think about suicide a lot. And then, but then like, you know, would leave it like, that's stupid. That's dumb. Why would, why would I do that? That little, that other voice told me, Hey, shut up. And then, but then (laughs) one day that voice didn't check in Yeah. and I was like, uh, man, I I just, you know, I just don't want to do it. And then, um, and I was like, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. And then I was like, oh shit, this is that moment that they talk about. You should call, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, okay. I'm gonna call. Mm-hmm. So I call and uh, they send me. They you go, just call the hotline. I call the hotline okay. and they go, "You uh, you have you have a, a medical insurance?" I go, "Yeah." They go, "Okay, go to Kaiser. Kaiser has a program." And I go, "Okay, cool." So I go to I go to Kaiser and I go to the program. This is when they put me on uh, uh, Lexapro. Okay. They gave me well, they gave me Lexapro and they gave me um, group therapy. And so I went to the group therapy and I remember they were like, you know. Um, they go. We're gonna practice. We're gonna practice an exercise on, on how to be calm or how to you know how to relax. And mm-hmm. I go, okay. And I, and they go, any questions? And I go, what do we do when we're done relaxing? After we're done. <laughs> 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 and i they, they all everyone, in the, everyone in, in the audience everyone in the room laughed mm-hmm. and i and i go oh that wasn't meant to be a joke like i was seriously like was, yeah what do i do after i'm done rel-? like is there a time limit and do we stop and then she was just like, and then they all left and i realized oh shit like i'm thinking way too ahead mm-hmm. i'm not being present and i go oh okay okay okay, okay. and then um i they gave me lexapro and i took that and i don't like the way that made me feel because i was on it because i didn't feel anything like i went to work and just worked yeah like i just was just like a drone and i go oh i don't don't like this like i i was gaunt i like i lost all this weight i look like shit i look i look i look sick and i look like the mechanic on um um i have a picture and I, and it just looks it looks so sad um and so I, I stopped taking that and they tried to put me on something else too they tried to give me prozac and i was like you know what i think i'm not gonna do these pills i'm not a big fan of this this is not this is not for me mm-hmm. and then um and then that, that's when i wanted to get sober and I remember when I got sober, the uh, when, I, when I tried to get sober the first time, like the very, very first time I kept uh, I kept like figuring out in my head like, oh, if I if I just do blow, I can go to AA and just, you know, because <laughs> I'm not drinking anymore. So I just I just do blow. And then it's like, oh, well, that doesn't work. That, that no, That's not sober. And that's why I'm saying like. Um, when people say sober, it's like you don't do anything. It's like you can't smoke weed and right, California and, and, sober. Yeah, Can you can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that because that's not. That's not. You're just. You're. You're just not doing. You're just not doing one thing for the other. You mm-hmm. know, and you're still doing a substance in order to get through mm-hmm. or get by. And it's like uh, so. You know, I can't I can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm sober. I don't drink, you know, but I do meth. It's <laughs> like it doesn't that doesn't make sense. Even if you replace it with anything else that's legal, you know, like people mm-hmm. are like, oh, well, weed's legal and weed's acceptable. Now it's like, but so is alcohol. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's a problem. And it's like so, you know, I, I, I had to, I had to completely quit everything. The problem everything.
0: is the altering effects that it creates that you crave. Yeah. To not be you.
1: Yeah, and then self medicate, and before you know it, I'm not a doctor. And when I say you give me the keys, uh,
0: (laughs) I'm out here. I
1: I have my reward system is all fucked up. Yeah, so that's why I have to. I had to like really uh, hunker down and figure out a a good reward system for myself, which is still fucked up. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go. I've had to uh, check myself going to gas stations on on the road. And, like, yo, man, I don't need a king-size Reese's, mm-hmm. you know? I don't need two of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, let me kick even back. Even
0: if they are two for $4. Yeah, even <laughs> if
1: they are a good deal. And that also <laughs> also makes me so mad. That is
0: so my problem. Yeah, because I'm like, I just want a bag of chips. Well there's a better deal if you buy two bags yeah go, why wouldn't i buy two bags why wouldn't i
1: buy two bags for 17 cents well, mostly
0: more? because you know you're gonna eat them both now
1: yeah because mm-hmm. i have a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh yeah so i i remember that and then um i just uh uh what a wait what, what, i'm sorry i just went off in my head and then had Heavens. seven conversations and then came back and i'm like oh shit would I, we start that one or do we not start okay and we're back hello again and now um what was it saying? we're just
0: having the pre one degree show right now. I know, no shit. <laughs> we're I are warming I really, up for the. We
1: went super depressing and super dark, and
0: wh- uh, I fi- we can we can switch it up because I did figure out I did watch one other thing. Oh, what else? It was you a watched? quick uh, four episode, uh, unorthodox.
1: I seen a piece, uh, or I seen the, a trailer for it, but mm-hmm. I didn't watch the whole trailer because I was like, it was something about like a lady right uh, Amish. Uh, she's Jewish oh she's Jewish okay
0: and she uh, lives in Williamsburg which is in New York mm-hmm. and they are like strictly traditional Jewish and she leaves okay and goes to Berlin and she's like running away from this situation and it's kind of a flashback fact flash forward situation where it's showing like, her meeting with this matchmaker and getting married and like this traditional in 2019-20 mm-hmm. time where they're still following these traditions and women are baby factories and they're trying to replace the six million lost. And and it's like, oh. and then there's this one part where um, they asked, and it's in the trailer, I think, you know, like they ask why she left and she says, God expected too much of me. Oh. And I was like, oh, "Wow, <laughs> that's—I mean, yeah. I can't say that we haven't <laughs> felt that." Okay, <laughs> okay. but um, but it goes, you know, into she she gets married and and just like the stark difference between living a life that you want and living a life that you're born into. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a quick watch. It's four episodes. What's well, not bad. And it's really it's really interesting because I mean. This is America that she's, you know, but she she doesn't isn't necessarily free because of her religion and because of.
1: And this is during this is this is not this is this is now this is now. okay This is present day. Yeah. okay
0: And they and they talk about how, you know, we keep our traditions because it's showing like the community and everything. Mm. We keep our traditions because every time we tried to wear their clothes and do this, then this bad thing happened. Oh. So that's why they're staying traditional, and it's just like
1: I can't. It's I can't.
0: hard to. I, I mean, I, obviously, I don't relate, but it's hard to just yeah. like I don't understand. Just leave, <laughs> <But I'm, laughs> and I mean, she did. Oh, you know but still, they go after her.
1: Speaking of like, yes, like uh, 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 can't leave or trying to or, or, or trying to leave. I watched Waco on uh, on Netflix. Oh, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it. Is it, is it good? It's crazy because it's like. I don't know what to, who to. Um, uh, like, Dave. <laughs> Did Car- you drink the Kool Aid? Yeah, don't man. Don't drink the Kool Aid. This Carlos. is this is the second time I've watched them on Netflix and was like, "Yo, man, this this dude was right." <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Ted Kaczynski one.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, what was the first one? The okay. Ted
1: Kaczynski one. Like, they have the the the, um, uh, the capturing of him or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's not it's not a, it's not dramatized. It's, it's like the a, a legit documentary, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting what he is saying. Is happening now. Mm-hmm. He was doing everything right, but he just went over that line where he became a fucking lunatic by trying to kill people. Right. But everything he was talking about technology and sourcing out stuff and this and that, and like, he was spot on everything. But he just wanted to kill people so it would stop happening. And mm-hmm. it's like, dude, you can't do that. Right. You can just only write paper. But he's he had a lot of problems and stuff like that. But I was like, what he was saying wasn't very far off. And he had the, and 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 the way that they caught him was really interesting too. Um. That because of the uh, everyone knows that his, they caught him because of his brother. His brother was like, because I I'm, I'm, I remember being here in Sacramento and being a kid and ha- and he, and having him here getting um, the trial here. Oh, you okay. know, and and and, the, and and the bomb that he sent here out uh, here in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember that shit. I remember there was a um in Sacramento there was a a a, a, a roof shooter at the Sacramento Library in, in oh, downtown. Really? Well, yeah, right when it first opened up. I remember once I went to the library and I was like, how come I can never find that about like I can never find it online or in paper. And the guy in the library was like, yeah, because we don't no one Wants to talk about that here. And I was like, <laughs> but people need to know, man. Like, um, no, but uh, uh, so I watched. Uh, I watched Waco, and um, the way they depict it, they, they it's very in favor of uh, of, of David Koresh. But okay. he he is a sick fuck though, because you know he was he was you know marrying all everyone in his congregation or taking young child brides and shit like that. But like you know, y- 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 you watch it and you start realizing the government was, uh, you know, they had uh, 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 no rights to do a lot of things that they were doing. Mm-hmm. They were just guys with guns and, and cool things. And they're like, hey, man, well, we have these cool things, these guns, these gadgets. We need to use them, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and the thing about it was like, it, it starts off about talking about Ruby Ridge, yeah. you know, and uh, people don't know what Ruby Ridge is. It's up in, uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Where's it up? It's up in Dakota, uh, uh, Idaho, right? Like at the very, very top. Um, they, uh, so... Dude's up in the woods, and they say he's a white uh, supremacist or right separatist uh, of the government, whatnot. But anyway, he's up there living with his family, you know. um, And uh, they don't mention and they don't talk about how um, the reason why the government goes in there and goes and tries and there's a standoff between him, his family, and 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 the FBI was because they said that he was uh, sawing off the barrels of shotguns, and that's illegal, and then selling them and whatnot. But what they don't talk about is is it It was an FBI agent that asked him to do it and paid him to do it. So they kind of entrapped them. They're like, because he was just doing nothing. He was just living up there being poor. And they're like, hey, man, can you cut these? Can you saw these shotguns? I got a big old shipment. Can you go? Can you? You got you got the tools and stuff like that. Would you do me a favor and cut these all up? He was like, yeah, sure. And they're like, we'll pay you. So he does it. And now he's now they have probable he's cause. He's
0: listening the problem. Yeah. yeah.
1: And he's just like.
0: And it is Naples, Idaho. Naples, up Idaho. In the, up in the northern. Up in the
1: and so uh, that's why they start going in there, you know. And they're just, uh, it's starting, to, it, it's its the beginning of the point where, hey, FBI and the government are going to do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really interesting. And then all of a sudden, they, they pretty much talked about how they use that formula and format to do with the David Koresh thing, too. And they, they pretty much did whatever they wanted to do. And what the outcome was, what was the outcome? You mm-hmm. know, the, the, these guys didn't go through the right procedure. And that's why. The congregation and all of them are mostly dead, like more of the uh, because they didn't uh follow the proper procedures or the channels in order to diffuse the uh, the um, the situation. And there's a one scene or there's one uh, um, a phrase in there where some dude it says, um, now police officers, I don't know if it's in, the, in that or if it's on some of the documentaries that I've watched because I'll watch stuff like this and I'll go into a deep ass rabbit yeah, hole on yeah, YouTube about everything, yeah. um, but. They say um, police officers are supposed to keep the peace. They're supposed to deescalate right. uh, the, the 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 situation, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of hard nowadays. It's so ridiculous because <laughs> they because they're starting to take on the mantra of of what the military does. So or when when what the FBI does and what um, these guys do. Uh, because they're not there to de- uh, de-escalate it. They're, the military is there to go out to their enemies and fucking pulverize and put them in the ground and stomp them and make sure they never come back.
0: Finish the problem. Finish it. Yeah. Finish him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, and that's because they have all the gear. They have all this stuff. Now you're. Now we have all these fundings for the. Uh, you know, for these these these. Uh, these law enforcement groups where you're giving them all kind of Kevlar vest and, and these guns and these ammunition and so like that. So they're like, Hey man, we got it. So we are gonna use it. We're like, we, we didn't just spend all your taxpayer money for this shit to sit around. So, Hey, we're going to use it. And yeah. then now we're not only going to use it, we're going to use it. And then we're going to try to find our way and wiggle around the justice system and the co- uh, constitution and whatnot in order to justify why we killed certain people or why we walked in those doors. And they did a lot of that stuff too with, um, cause they, they started really gearing up, all of their stuff after um, the bank robbery. I want to say it's in Northridge. Okay, remember that when the guy was wearing I was a, two Russian cats mm-hmm. and it was in L.A. and the, he um, he had all that body armor on and yeah. They, just yeah, they those two guys had so much ammo and Kevlar and stuff like that they fucking took on a whole police force and then that's when the police were like. Oh, we're really under, under, <laughs> right. <laughs> under <armed>. right. <laughs> these guys, how would
0: we protect the citizens when they have better toys than we do?
1: Yeah. And they all got to it. So it's just, it was insane. It's crazy. And, um, so I was watching that and awako is, uh, it, the dude that's that plays David Koresh is funny because like everything he's in, it turns to shit. And this is, uh, uh he's, uh, his name is Tyler, uh, Taylor K- Kitch. Uh, he was, he's John Carter. Remember sh- that movie? John, uh, John yeah. Carter. And the, yeah. Him. He's on he's on Battleship. He was in Wolverine, he Wolverine Origins. A lot of these movies that he's in, they always eat shit. American <laughs> Assassins. He was in that too, but uh, um, he he's in this one and uh, he doesn't do a bad job. He does a decent job. And John Leguizamo's in it. Um, uh, and then there's some other people you recognize. But it was actually oh you know who's in it ruth langmore is in it from ozarks oh really yeah she's in it I like her yeah so uh and it's so funny to hear her talk without having talking like a <laughs> like fuck stick and, and all this shit mm-hmm. bunch of dumb asses um So that I seen, I watched that. That's what I watched uh, also too. I took care of that. Okay, Okay. and then and then uh, did you? You don't care about sports, huh?
0: Oh, I care deeply.
1: Great. So the uh, (laughs) the the draft was this. It was crazy. Yes, wild.
0: They they drafted three. white wide receivers <laughs> i had to think of what wr stood for i was like fuck i almost said right wing no 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 no. wide yeah, they, receivers uh, they had the it's so crazy because- i don't know who i was just I, this is how i know anything about sports is it when it randomly comes up on my phone on your phone on your feed i don't know if you know this but jeff also doesn't watch sports oh no, no, last, no yeah he doesn't no but being a guy people constantly come in and talk to him about sports Mm because we have sports on the TV all the time. And so they'll come in and be like, hey, you know, and he'll fake it because it's easier than telling somebody you don't watch sports. I
1: fell for it a couple of (laughs) times.
0: Right. So him and I have done this and I do it too because I'm like, I don't watch it. But, like, I could look at a game and see the back of a jersey and be like, oh, did you see what Smith did? Well,
1: yeah. And
0: then it just starts, it, I don't have to talk much. You'll go off. Yeah. And so, oh, my God. We were in San Francisco just hanging out after the um, renovation. Mm-hmm. And I kept doing it to him because we were talking about doing it. And they had sports on wherever we were. And I was like, oh, it's crazy, right? And I'd say something. And he'd he'd be like, Really? Shut up! <laughs> and then I said this one thing. I go, um, uh, I've been a Bears fan back, back. I've been a Bears fan since before they were in Chicago. And he goes, What? They weren't. They where were they? And I was like, You sucker! Yeah, I don't yeah. No, they've probably always been in Chicago. They always been in Chicago. They're like one know. of the oldest
1: franchises. I'm just making shit
0: up. <laughs> but it's like if you say shit with confidence, huh? People, I can't believe. That they drafted three wide receivers, Carlos.
1: Oh man, it it was. It I have was no idea what team did. Unbelievable,
0: it was crazy. <laughs> no, I have nothing. I watched nothing uh, for
1: you. Well, because the um, they usually have NFL. They, they,
0: I heard it was a big gambling thing.
1: Oh yeah, people are
0: gambling on it because yeah, there's nothing else to gamble on. Right now, you can't gamble
1: on it, so it's like fucking running on that. But I've been gambling on the stock market, so I'm not even. Yeah. I'm not even. I'm I'm in a whole nother sphere of gambling now. <laughs> Like, like I used to just gamble a hundred to five hundred dollars.
0: Carlos, Carlos wakes up and puts on his power suit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! I, I'm American Psycho now. I'm fucking <laughs> hair slicked back. I got a suit. I got, I got great business cards. Um, uh, eggshell white. Uh, there's a uh, have you ever seen
0: American Psycho? Gold emblazoned. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so.
1: Uh, Christian Bale is. Oh, yeah? uh, it's American Psycho, and um, it's a. Uh, uh, Peter, his name is Peter Bateman, which is kind of like uh Bateman is from the Bateman of uh, the, the original mm-hmm. psycho but so it's a derivative of that but it's like um it's him and I think Jared leto's in it as well too the guy you just watched on uh mm-hmm. um what you call it and uh I know Jared Leto yeah and it's um it's it's a crazy film it's a crazy crazy movie i I saw it by accident at the theater when I was really young um little tidbit on that movie um Leonardo caprio was supposed to be the main character in it but oh, yeah. But ended up not doing it. Oh, that's another one I watched. Uh, oh, I was a uh, um, Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Was it
1: good? You've seen it. Have you ever <laughs> seen it? You should watch Wolf of Wall Street. I oh. wonder if it's on. Um,
0: Look, you guys have no idea, but he sits here and tells me I should watch all these, and I have a list well, list of movies to watch. I still have the Batman's to watch.
1: It's it's. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah the Batman's. huh. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street uh, is Martin Scorsese's. I want to say maybe it's his last one, right? Or no, he's he did he did the Irishman. That's right. Mm-hmm. But excuse me. Um. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street is kind of like the the white boy Goodfellas because okay. it's all stock market you know blue collar or uh, white collar crime. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, uh, and it's like uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio is in that too as well. Jonah Hill's in it. Uh, mm-hmm. John Barenthal's in it, uh, who's played the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really it's it's three hours long, but they are fucking partying so hard yeah. that you I want when I first seen it. I was very, like, like fuck, man. I felt like I was, like, I, I, I remember. You had to go to a meeting, I, I, yeah. Huh? <laughs> I had to go to a meeting. I was, like, I remember that. I remember being coked out like that. And I go, oh, I remember being drunk like that. I remember fucking it just being wild. And it's, it starts off, like, it has, like, this whole little, you know, you know, setting up the characters. But then it just takes off. And this this guy's ride is crazy. So the, what happened, this guy's name is Jordan Balfour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real, life. it's a true story. And, um, what happened actually is, uh, Cheech and Chong,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Chong was, went to prison for making pipes. Okay. Like he went to prison for like two years, two or two, two, three years uh, for making pipes, which are gl- gl- blowing glass. Mm-hmm. And once once again, the government figures out how to fucking put you in, in there for a minute. So they put him in, in and he's his cellmate is this guy, Jordan Balfour. Okay. And Jordan is telling Chi, 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 Chong all of his, his life story. And he's like, man, you should write a book, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, uh, he was like, yeah, man, put all that stuff, write a book. And so he wrote a book yeah. and his book well, it kills it. Martin says he happens to pick it up and picks up the life the rights and it, it it was like in purgatory for like three years though three or four years and then it finally got made and then it and now it's it, it's this movie and uh, it's it's a Jonah Hill's breakout performance because okay. now he's doing dramatic but it's still com- comedic but it's because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's funny still but it's still dramatic and and it's interesting and that's a I, I, I recommend that one. But, um, yeah, no, uh, back to what we're saying about Eric and psycho yeah. and then back to, uh, gambling and oh, then yeah. back to stocks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and back to the draft.
1: Yeah. And then back to the, dra- I have to, I've learned to do that with my ADD, how to back-track, backtrack my thought to get back to where I was at. I
0: know we did that after the last, after that one podcast, we were like, how did he- we even get to where we were? Well, we talked, we were talking about this, mm-hmm. which came from that, which came from, and it all started with hello. I
1: remember one time, uh, <laughs> me and Petey were talking. Me and Pete, Pete Javine were talking, and uh, and he goes, he goes, buddy, buddy, what were we talking about? And then I went, boom, boom, boom. I went, I went back. He goes, like, that's right. You could do this. That's right. <laughs> I remember that you do that, and you're good at this. I go, it's been years, man. Cause it's like, because I'll go off, and I'm like, how did I get here? Ba-ba-ba-ba. But but um, but yeah, no, because I used to just gamble like 100 to 500 dollars on on games or on you know parlays or whatnot. But now it's so crazy because stock market it's another whole big boy fucking sphere. Because mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm like, like, it's I, not
0: twenty dollars anymore. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: talking five, seven thousand dollars now. Yeah. Like I'm just like boom, boom, and I was like, oh shit, I'd have never thought. But it's just so funny for some reason this has a legitimacy to it where you're like, okay, well, because you're paying taxes on your on your on your winnings and your earnings mm-hmm. of this shit. I think maybe because it's so. High. But I'm just like. Uh, Cause it's it's crazy. This stock market shit is like you're not only gambling on an outcome of a game, you're gambling on the outcome of what society is gonna do. You right? Know? It's, right. Like, it's right. such a crazy. Like I have a feeling that they're all gonna go back to the movie theaters, so I'm gonna put money in the movie theaters, and then all of a sudden they're gonna fucking pop, pop, pop. So right. it's 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 a whole mind. It's it's a it's it's a it's gambling on. I fucking hate saying this, but gambling on steroids. Mm-hmm. But it's a whole nother spirit and it's, it's like gambling with some extra zeros. Yeah, some extra <laughs> zeros, and you could fucking make um make a. You well, know,
0: the higher the stakes, the higher the game.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, I started doing the math. Uh, I see this one stock that I'm looking at. It's usually only at ten dollars, mm-hmm. but it went down to about a dollar fifty. And I was like, oh, so you're mean to tell me if I throw like ten G's if I throw on this motherfucker, I you know, I, and it goes back to what it was. Right, I could. I'm gonna earn hunt.
0: eight and a half per.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? Mm-hmm. I was like. So that's what a uh, 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 quick math that's like $85,000. $85,000. Quick
0: Close. math I already did it. Close to 100 grand.
1: <laughs> and that's only when this stock goes back to what it was at you know right. and it's like we're not talking about like it's gonna and, and like I have a feeling the stock will go back to where it's at because it's, it's essential
0: well and even if it doesn't go all the way back to where it's at
1: it's not gonna go further, further than one, 150 right right so it's like oh shit and you just even like even if just it smart- only
0: does half that
1: yeah because that's $40,000 with, with not having stand-up around here I gotta have a whole new hustle because right. I because ain't nothing gonna stop me from, 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 from getting Right. Now nah, like <laughs> no but it's, it's true though it's like you gotta <laughs> have another hustle like, I always have You're to. You're just a getting
0: hustle. older now. It's more legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because even when you're in stand-up, there is also multiple hustles. There's so many multiple hustles oh, yeah. within this within the uh, uh, the confines of stand-up. You know, mm-hmm. people have have merged, people, you know, selling uh, uh the podcast, uh mm-hmm. their their YouTube hits We're with doing a, a special. sponsors. Uh, Spons- yeah, yeah. And then uh corporate shows, corporate shows
0: selling yourself that way.
1: Uh, other comedy clubs, you know, there's there's a and then hu- you get
0: into promoting, producing shows. Producing, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: There's yeah, there's a hella hustle. There's hella different hustles within this. Uh, 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 platform, mm-hmm. but now that that's gone, all seven of your hustles are gone. Because mm-hmm. in standup, you can make money off of your standup, but then you're also making money off things around your stand-up, right. which is your other hustles, and you know these 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 revenues of uh, like like quick 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 just something quick like yeah you go to you do you go on go on the road you make your your money on at the club which is your headlining spot then you sell your shirts and you make. M- close to what you made during or sometimes more on the, with the shirts and you're like oh When you shit. remember to bring them. Yeah and then your whole hustle is to <laughs> yeah if you remember to bring them and then your whole hustle is to come back on top of that too and then on top of that yo check this out since I've had my podcast that I have a hustle with and I have sponsorship or people are buying time on my thing and so I'm earning like maybe a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars every every two episodes to say these commercials. Um You're like oh now I have followers that are going to come and and I sell this show out. You're like, yo, can I add a night? Or, matter of fact, you know what? I'm going to take Wednesday night, produce a show. Let me take the whole door at twenty bucks a head. There, you can fill the room of three hundred people. Boom, that's a whole new hustle tonight. I was telling people, I was like, um, I was, well, there's
0: the long game of it too, because every time you have a show and you're earning followers, mm-hmm. then the next time you have a show, those people are coming to see you. Yeah. So there's the long, the long game the and long the short game. game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like, even if you do that, like, say you're not even a uh, a headliner. Say, or maybe you're a headliner, but you're, what? Like, you're you're what I am. I'm a um, a, what they said at the at the World Series. I went the the just funny guy. The mm-hmm. just funny week. So basically, I'm taking. I'm not famous, but I'm I have the time and I can do the job, and I'm not gonna walk people. And I'm so.
0: So you're doing holiday weekends.
1: Holiday weekends. I'm doing. I'm doing the the, the amateur nights, the amateur weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing Stingley Miles weekend um fucking Halloween, uh mm-hmm. New Year's Eve, like in uh St. patty's Day. So you're doing all those and you're doing your job. So so sometimes you're like, okay, well let me come in on a Wednesday and take that room. That's another that like I said, that house so let's let's just do easy math since you're since you're great with numbers. <laughs> uh twenty dollars uh for three hundred seats. Mm-hmm. Just something easy. What's what's that? Six grand. Six grand. Mm-hmm. That if you take the you're taking the door, you tell the place, I'm gonna fill this place up don't give out any tickets. Don't right. j- don't paper the room. Use your 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 funny power, your hustling power, to get people to buy tickets. That's six grand for one night, and then you're like, fuck it. Now that I've got to go to another show or another another city, do it again. That's another six grand. You're just talking about the Wednesday night that you threw. You're making six grand a week. Mm-hmm. Six grand. Six times times four. Twenty four. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's twenty four thousand dollars in a in a month if you can sell out. Uh, one Wednesday night 300 seater in a different city every week every, just one this we're talking one show right. 24 grand right you're making uh, people what people make close to people make through thirty thousand dollars at entry level in the state of California if you become a, a key data operator or a tax tech one or anything. you're 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 bringing home close to to, to 26 20, or thirty thousand dollars a month so you're telling me that I only got to work one night a week. Mm. You know, and doing something I love to do. All I got to do is hustle my ass off and get people in these doors. And you're going to give me uh, $24,000 mm-hmm. for a month. People make that in a year. Fuck out of here. That's a whole.
0: And <laughs> then there was the quarantine. And then
1: and then the quarantine. And that's. <laughs>
0: <Bam>! <laughs> and
1: that's when it all, all just. up. So now you got to have a, a whole new hustle. So I got to figure right. out a whole new way to figure out how to come. And it's so funny because the game is going to be completely changed once this is over. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't. It's not going to work that way no more. Like now you got to you got you to gotta, you have to adapt, you know, because like it's the, the same money isn't going to be there for comics the way it was. Because now, for one, you got famous comedians coming back into the comedy clubs that are going to take the dates that that these younger cats had.
0: Because there aren't going to be theater shows because no. this, it's all going to get rolled out Slowly. in phases. Mm-hmm. So first you're going to be able to open with, say, 50 people. Yeah. When your minimum capacity usually in a comedy club is between what 150 and 300? Mm-hmm. I mean Laugh Souls 200. Yeah. So, now what you would normally get it on a weekend for five shows if the income if the revenue is cut by a quarter? Yeah. What do you think is happening to your money?
1: Yep. And it's just it, and it's gonna, And
0: for how long?
1: That's another thing too because
0: now we've got to wait to see if that spike happens. Mhm. Once they lift the quarantine and people start going out and being normal, is the is it going to go back up? Are yeah. we going to have to quarantine again?
1: You and, know. And on top of that, the expenses of what the club is going to have to go through. Like, let's say they're like, okay, you guys can have your uh, full capacity, but now we are going to need plexiglass on <laughs> on the stage. We're also going to need plexi. Uh, we're going to want. We're going to need. Um, uh, five foot plexiglasses, uh, like, uh, f- like three, like you know, like uh, in front of the and the side of the table, so you're, so people. Can't sneeze and hit anybody else's table, so everyone's kind of like in these little uh, boxes. <laughs> so they're like, okay, and then let's let's say that just happens. You got to think of that Well,
0: the staff also wear masks.
1: Staff M- M- wear masks. All these supplies. All these new like. We have to get a
0: thermometer at the door to check people's temperatures on the way in. Yeah, pay for get a registered rec- nurse <laughs> instead of a uh, instead of a security guard.
1: You gotta. So you got like all this overhead now, yep. and that's just. That's, we're just saying this. Oh, it's not. It's not going to happen. But you never know. You know what I'm saying? So well,
0: some form of it is going to happen.
1: Yeah, this is going to be. But it's
0: going to be how much? And at what's what's today? April twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. The stay at home order goes through on May first. They haven't even started talking about opening. No. They haven't even hinted at opening.
1: No, they're not going to. No, they're not going to open. And it's like. Uh,
0: I keep hoping for May 15th, <laughs> but that's just me being hopeful.
1: It's going to be like how airports were after I 9-11. I just want
0: everybody to know that as soon as it's allowed, mm-hmm. we're motherfucking it's opening. opening. <laughs> it's happening.
1: <laughs> we will figure it out. It's just a trip, though. Like This is going to be like how airports were after 9-11. I never got to fly prior to 9-11. My first airplane trip. Really? I, yeah. I took off. I went to um, Europe in 2000. 2000, right, right after the, uh, 2002. So okay. I went in 2002. That, went to, uh, that was the first time I ever went on a plane. Fucking 13 hour fucking plane ride. Scared as shit. Uh, <laughs> what you got? I was, I was scared flying too, but when I flew back, I wasn't, I wasn't tripping. But, um, but I never got to fly prior to, but I, I so I've only known, I've only known security checkpoint and security. I like that.
0: flew by myself mm-hmm. as an unaccompanied minor, my brother and I, when I was like 13, which was an 82 yeah we flew across country
1: <laughs>
0: like i can't imagine sending my child on a plane across country yeah the uh but there was it was a whole program like we
1: can walk to the gate if you even yeah. if you had a, even if you didn't have a ticket you could walk to the gate yeah and say goodbye yeah,
0: yeah. you i mean you used to come out of the come out of the plane mm-hmm. and your people would be waiting for you right there that's crazy. Not like just pick you up in the car outside a baggage claim, but mm-hmm. they'd be at the gate waiting with like their little sign
1: and like, ooh. That's insane. Yeah, because yeah. I've never had that. I've never, I've only yeah. known, I've only known the go all the way to the gate, stay mm-hmm. right here, take your shoes off, take your, everything out of your bag, yeah. strip. That. That's all. So, oh, that's just me. <laughs> uh, but that's a trip though. That's what's going to happen with going out now. That's yeah. going to happen at restaurants. At restaurants. We're not, we're just talking comedy clubs. We're not even talking about restaurants yet. We
0: are in restaurants.
1: Oh yeah, we are a restaurant God damn it Yeah, 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 yeah That's why
0: we're going to be able to open
1: So that means So what happened with the what, what, Okay, uh, 40 for 40 Is that That's kind of like pushed hold up Motherfucker
0: We are <laughs> having that Yeah <laughs> That was a little violent I, But for The 40 for 40 is in August
1: It's in August, okay
0: if that has to be the first thing we open, no, we're gonna be open before then. God yeah. damn it, I don't know. Because
1: I was wondering too, like, what, like with with the with the big pine festival, like with the comedy bill. Because I know that they. Sh- yep,
0: that's September.
1: Yeah, because I know that the, what you call it shut down. Um, that's gonna be a fucking if that cracks off. If the forty or forty cracks off, or if, uh, the pine cracks off, those would be the crackest from fucking festivals. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be so happy. It's to be gonna out. be. Um, we're gonna do
0: it. God damn it.
1: Yeah, because it's. Uh, Here's
0: the thing. Here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Well, because, uh, you know, you, we, everybody talks about this back and forth and, and you know, to know there's no answers because no. nobody's giving us answers. Nope. So everybody's just guessing all the time. Mm-hmm. And I hate to do it. Here's my, uh, uh, my guess. This shit's going to be open for, uh, before training camp. NFL training camp. Okay.
1: I see it. I hear it. Because
0: you. NFL will not be canceled. No. We'll be open. But and when is that? First week of July.
1: Is it? Yeah. I
0: don't know. I think you told me that. but How would I know?
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I just told you, I make up sports facts. Yeah, because uh, the Hall of Fame game, people already they've already been playing, and that's season That's preseason. Yeah. 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 So. So we're gonna have to be Hall open. Game, Hall of Fame the game is like an August tenth or some shit. So they've been they'll they'll practice the training. Game.
0: Have to be open by then.
1: Yeah, but th- I mean like I'm I'm just worried have they're they're going to be, gonna be like cuz cause, cuz cause saying like yo we're not going to fucking have any sporting events. Okay,
0: well, um I don't like to get into politics, but Newsom has been a real Debbie Downer since the beginning of this bullshit. <laughs> he has been a real You're we're being
1: fucked. A, you're being a fucking pill, bro. <laughs>
0: I mean, can you just give us a little bit of hope? You don't got to lie, but just be like, "Hey, We'll see. Yeah. Any good parent knows you got to lie to the kids to keep them in line. Just, we'll see. Hey, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Give it a couple weeks. Yeah. And hey, just be quiet for five minutes. And two hours later, they wake up from a nap because they were quiet for five minutes and fell asleep. Yeah. But no, he's been a real Debbie Downer. You'll never have chocolate again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said, "No more fun ever."
0: ever. <laughs> You're grounded for life. Listen, I'm going to need a more real estimate than that.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Like, uh, that uh, just it just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm I don't so feel sorry. Like
0: anybody knows anything
1: for talking about this so much too? Because like. I know, like, I like to... Like, I'm, I'm always uh, talking to people now and just not bringing this up anymore. Because <laughs> right. it's like, yeah, well, I was like, yeah, let's talk about something else. But it's what's happening. Yeah. And it's like, it's, uh, hard not to. it's here. And, and, and I don't know. But like I said, uh, I'm looking forward to... I'm looking forward to uh, the the festivals opening up and being back on stage and yeah. comedy. I'm just saying, though, what, uh, what it's going to be like. The new hustle. Like, what's the new hustle going to be? Because now you're going to be doing... You're gonna be hustling way harder for way less, mm-hmm. and and you gotta understand that. And people are like, mm-hmm. be like, oh, well, the fuck this. Da, da, da. And it's like, this is what it is. And you, if you think that, if you're if you're a quote unquote comic who who thought you weren't getting your due, guess what? You're not gonna get your due at all, even now, even more so. So be prepared for a lot of uh, disappointment, you know. And well, because that, that's what it is, though.
0: Well, and the the problem is a numbers problem too. So we have been closed so this is the 25th for 41 days Mm -hmm. so that's been five and a half almost six weeks of shows that we've had to cancel yeah so if i'm booked through fall already i have five weeks of work to make up yeah for people that haven't worked
1: Mm -hmm. that i had
0: to cancel on and uh, because I'm the kind of person that I'm going to get them right. Yeah, I'm going to take gonna care get of them right.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get them back
0: in. Mm-hmm. So now Epp pushes the people that would have been winter, spring five weeks back. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't just affect the people that got canceled on. Well, now, like you said, there are comics that do theaters and do bigger places that aren't opening up yet. So now they're going to be trying to get into the clubs, too.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's a bigger name. Yeah. That's going to bring in revenue to hopefully make up for the lost revenue mm-hmm. that we've just had. So it's going to affect not just now, but it's going to affect the next year to you know however long. Oh yeah. Of bookings.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, and I was. I was and on I a hot mean, one. we're.
0: I, I I don't know. We we're going to juggle it the best we can. I can only do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. But. I don't even know, because if we only have a 50-person capacity, I don't even know what we're doing with that. But I can't. My whole thing is, you know, Skip watches a lot of Fox News and CNN, and he talks. He listens to the talking all day long, and I can't uh, do it. So I wake up every morning, and I go, are we dead yet?
1: Yeah, no shit. Right? All right, well,
0: if, not, if we're not dead, and if I don't have an opening date, yeah. I don't need to talk about any of the rest of it. Because <laughs> until I have concrete information, yeah, I can't plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. We're all just sitting around waiting.
1: This are, it just it feels like you know you, you say that and I, it's funny because that that's what I, I I don't really like to watch sports um, television too much because <laughs> that's what it is like the game hasn't been played yet and you guys are already talking about how they're how who's going to win and it's mm-hmm. like the game hasn't what were you talking about all you're doing is making and who's assumptions coming off the
0: of internet. In, in, off of injury and no one knows if they're going to have a triple-double and how many field goals they got last time. And no one knows
1: until you play the game. And right. these guys are all predicting on what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. And it's like, don't nobody know shit. Right. All in the, and it's so funny. If you ever listen to – or watch a sports game. Next time when you watch a sports game, watch how – much shit they talk about the team that's losing. Uh-huh. But then as soon as all of a sudden they make a comeback, how much they turn their fucking... It's just... It's the grossest thing ever.
0: <laughs> to me, it's like armchair quarterbacking anyway. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy to sit there and watch it on a screen and be like, oh, so-and-so was open. Well, I bet if you were standing on the field, you wouldn't have seen that shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's doing the best job that he can no, with but- the circumstances he has without having this bird's-eye view... And the, the time to sit back and go, well what he should have done is use this marker and write on the screen and then we'd know right where the ball was supposed to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, um, so since you took cause you took over the comedy club in you said uh, 2010? Two thousand nine, 2010? 2009. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I, I had I had come in two thousand seven and mm-hmm. then uh and then and and then you, you talked like the micro machine, man. Yeah, I talked super fast or hella fast. <laughs> and um Cause yeah, cause you are saying, cause I I never got to um Leslie. I didn't meet. I didn't get to meet Leslie. I heard a uh, lot of craziness I think about Leslie. Leslie was gone by the yeah. Time she was got gone there. by because there
0: was Leslie, and then there was uh, Sam. Sam, and then there was Jennifer. Jennifer and her husband, or Jennifer and her husband came before Sam. I don't remember.
1: You yeah, know, I just had Sam, and that was it. Yeah. And then and then, and then and I then took over, be, and they
0: all came back trying to get their jobs.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, cause it was like, um it was insane. I, I, and uh, I wonder if we could talk about uh uh the what you call it the bert kreischer thing what about it about just how like he um, cuz you were making good you were making good on it cuz he was uh uh because steve had fucked up mm-hmm. cuz steve was fucking up cuz he was fucking up the club
0: it wasn't just bert either it oh, was wasn't the, just bert? he was the third one that i know of
1: he's the third Oh, yeah, sure. I
0: had to. I had to make it right with a couple of comics. Oh, okay. And at the time, um, did they come
1: back? To, they came back to the club or no? Did, n-
0: not in a bad way. Oh, okay. It was mostly just a phone call and be like, "Hey, um, I don't know if Steve is still involved or if you still have contact with him, mm-hmm. but I went down and did this show in Mexico and he didn't pay me." Yeah, yeah. And I went. Let me make a phone call because that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And so. That's what happened with Bert too. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I was like, um, I and I told Steve, I was like, dude, you can't do that. People still associate you with, with Laughs Unlimited. You're using the same comics, so you can't do that and just screw them over. Mm-hmm. So I would get money from him and pay the comics, and that's what happened with Bert. And and I had and I told Bert. I go listen I know that cuz it's bad blood I get mm-hmm. that I totally understand but if you, you I'll make it right mm-hmm. and you don't owe the club anything you yeah. know I, you don't you don't have to come back it's not you don't have to change your mind but I'm still going to make it right because it's the right thing to do mm-hmm. and so that's what that's what happened
1: yeah cuz he uh... <laughs>
0: I sent him money and said, "Make sure you open that envelope."
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, went, I, had, I delivered it. I don't need that.
0: To, <laughs> I don't need that to sit unopened.
1: I went to um, I went. I, so I worked with Bert in um, uh, the parlor, which is no longer, It was just gone. Oh yeah, the parlor is gone. It was in Seattle. Uh, it it just it just up and shut down. I think last year. Yeah. And um, I remember being. This was like right after he had fallen off a a, a waterfall. This was a really that was a really interesting weekend. <laughs> I was it was my birthday, and um, he had just come from like I want to say it was like ten. Or, or Nashville or some shit like that and he had fallen off a waterfall or something and his back was all fucked up and I remember him being was on that when
0: he was doing something crazy for one of the shows like a was... travel channel yeah, show yeah, or something yeah. like
1: that yeah uh, but I, th- I think I don't think he I think he was just on vacation this Okay. One. And and um, this is also the weekend where you can find it online Um, he's doing his set and this dude runs up on stage and steals his beer off of the uh, off, this, off the off the stool off the stool and um, the security guard, without a fucking, with just out of just boom, grabs him and walks him right off the fucking stage. And Bert's <laughs> like, "What the fuck just happened?" Look, 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 look. And um
0: comedy's a wild place.
1: Yeah, it was crazy, man. But I remember him like I, I, because you gave me the letter. You go, can you hand this to Bert? Like, okay, go. Cool. I get a Bert. And Bert was like, he was like, uh, you know, he goes, he goes, yeah, she's making it right. And he goes, uh, he says. He says, but I I don't know, man. He's like, it just, you know, that I can't really do anything because my wife would get mad because <laughs> he's like, because I guess apparently she went down with him mm-hmm. and and uh, to, to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And apparently like what happened was the feature was getting fucked out of it, too. So Bert was like, don't worry, I'll take care of you, you know, because that's what a, what a good headliner does, takes care of the feature no matter what. And the feature, you know, couldn't eat because he had no money. He just he, he spent all the money to get down there and thought, OK, well, I'm going to get this check and I want to make it all back. But apparently, this he didn't have food or anything like that, so he bought his meals, and he was like, "Don't worry, I'll have Steve, you know, take care well, of him. Well, for Burton,
0: Burton, his wife, it was personal too, because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the you build a relationship with comics, you build friendships, mm-hmm. and so they're down there, and it's kind of like, you know, they he sold it as this family vacation, bring your wife down, and you know, have a vacation in Mexico, and you'll work, and you'll get paid. Yeah. Except that he didn't get paid.
1: Yeah, because he, he owned... So Steve owned the comedy club, mm-hmm. then sold it, but mm-hmm. then tried to, like, have a comedy club in Mexico mm-hmm. or at a resort or whatever the fuck. He tried to
0: do, like, a corporate kind of uh, Comedy in the Stars sort of thing.
1: Okay, that's what it was. Ish thing. And then so people th- th- still think that he's associated with the comedy club. And uh, and so they're like, yeah, I, I don't agree. And, so, and apparently I think, like, they got sick or something, too, or, or, or someone got sick. He was telling me that, and I was like, oh, that's crazy, dude. And then... um. But I was like, no, I was like, no, I don't think Steve, Steve's not involved at all. And they're like, oh, I don't know, man. It's just my wife. We can't, we can't, we can't fuck with it no more. And I was like, oh. But he was always very, uh, very uh, uh, complimentary toward the club. He was like, I learned how to do stand-up there, and like, I learned, you know, because uh, he because he brought, I guess he brought Tom Saragusa, uh, uh, you know, as his feature, and that's Leslie. That's that's the when Leslie was there. But he was very like, uh, he's super complimentary about the club still. You know, he's like, that's that was. It's pretty much like one of the first comedy clubs that I headlined. I think he has a story about how like. Um, it, that's that's what it was. It was Leslie was like. There was a guy that owned another comedy club over in somewhere in Texas. I can't remember completely, but I I remember him telling me this story because I got to work with Bert the first, like the last time he did laughs, mm-hmm. and um, and he was telling me about how uh the dude was in the back and he was thumbing through his uh his notebook and he was like you know you know he was like this guy's funny and. And uh, uh, why aren't you uh, telling Leslie? Why aren't you headlining him? And he was, she was like, he's not a headliner. He doesn't headline any other any clubs. And he's like, he's a headliner. He's like, he's like, she's like, well, he's not a headliner at clubs, so I can't headline him here. And he goes, hey Bert, you know, apparently, like, what are you doing? What are you doing in uh, uh you know, such and such month? And then he's like, nothing. He goes, you want to headline my club? And she, he was like, fuck yeah. And he goes, okay. And he looked at her and he's like, okay. Now he's a headliner. You need to headline <laughs> this guy. Nice. But. Um, but Bert was great, man, because he was very—he um, was—he was really nice, and he was really uh, complimentary. And I guess I was uh, when we were talking. He was—he um, was apparently at that moment where he's spoken about it before, about like he uh, had hit up a, a tell or was it a tell? No, it was Stanhope. He said he hit up Stanhope, and Stanhope was like because he was like, you know, what does this all mean? And yada yada yada. And um. This whole stand-up thing, like, I'm just, I feel like I'm in this thing. he's like, and apparently, like, the advice, like, uh, stand-up had given him was like, oh, you're in the quickening. You're there, brother. We've all, those comics have all been through that. And it's so funny because, like, you hear that and it's so romanticized. You're like, oh, man, like, you know, I, I, I'm i going to have that moment or I think I already had that moment and shit like that. And I don't think I've had my moment yet. <laughs> but I'm, like, I'm a little scared about it. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to fucking be upset about comedy or be in a position where I'm like, fuck this, man, bruh. And uh, hopefully it's happening now where it's, like, everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're all having it at the same time.
1: But it was great. You know what I loved about uh, a Laughs, too, when I first started coming up was I loved that uh, that it was a lot of these road guys that were comedians. Like, they were – it wasn't, like, these, these flashy names or these, uh, you know. Once in a while, there'd be, like, uh, an older comic would come in. There was a name at one point, and And then it was so funny because I, I would – I could discern – what was good comedy and what wasn't good comedy? You know, and I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> fuck it, I'll, th- I'll throw out names, who cares? Um, <laughs> like uh, dude from uh, m- m- Michael Winslow, mm-hmm. uh, the, the police academy dude. Mm-hmm. He would come, and I'm like, this is garbage. <laughs> and then I would see like... Um, I would see—he's uh, uh, dead now. Shit! What's his name? Oh fuck! I just lost it. I had it and I lost it. But um, also the um, uh, Brewer, c Brewer, mm-hmm. and he had the Motor—he was from Detroit, Motor City Man. Man. he was hilarious. And um, who else would there be? There'd be—I uh, uh, would see which. Uh, now I'm—I'm I'm totally being my dad now. But <laughs> um, Deresta Oh, yeah, John Deresta. John Deresta would. And this is so crazy because, like, those guys were very uh, uh, influential on me on on, on the etiquette of stand up and what to do and what not to do and yeah. why not to do these things. It's not because I'm being a dick to you. Because at first I was like, oh, these fools are just, you know, these 80s guys or whatever. And I was like, but no, these guys were actually educating me and helped me. It was very, it was like, it was a really, you know what it was like? It was like community college where it's <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like, we're not here to, we're not going to give you all. Uh, um, uh we don't have the correct books for the curriculum that we're going to teach you mm-hmm. so we're just going to tell you from our perspective and our story so right this is what it is and um uh, i think
0: some of that is what is missing in this generation of comics mm-hmm. i don't think there's as many older comics or seasoned comics telling younger comics the the do the unwritten do's and don'ts of comedy?
1: Yeah, and, and was, I don't
0: know if it's because there's too many comics or just because they're not listening. But I mean, we've tried to do that. Yeah, and I've, some listen.
1: I've, I've 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 gone on to a point where it's like I don't really, I don't give out unsolicited <laughs> advice. You know, and then mm-hmm. people do give me or do ask for advice. I just tell them, you know, uh, what. What I what I've what I kind of learned, or you know, my do's and don'ts. Um, if people, if like I said, if if a comic, I've gotten to the point now. If a comic runs a light before before me, like I won't tell them, mm-hmm. I, I won't I won't check them on it. I'm just like, you'll find out. <laughs> you know, I just now I know that I don't have to work with you when you think that you're you may have done it by accident. I'll give you that the first time, but if you continue to keep doing it, I'm like, oh, you think you're you think you deserve. I remember I had a comic um, go up and and. I had him on a show, and they go, in their set, they go, I don't know why I'm not the, you remember this? Because it was at laughs, Yeah. And they go, I don't know why I'm not closing this thing out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and in my head, I'm like, oh, really? You don't know why? <laughs> I'm going to show you why. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Bury him.
1: And so it was uh, um, I
0: think there's a lot of, I, I mean, for lack of a better term, there's a lack of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. because I do have comics come and talk to me, and they're like, um, so when can I move up to whatever position, feature, headline, dah, 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 whatever? And I just, I mean, like, listen to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Because that'll tell you the difference.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if you're, if you're hosting, listen, record the audience, because you don't hear accurately on stage, so record it. Yeah. And then compare it to the sound you hear when the feature is up, when the headliner's up. I watched and then consistently do that do that the next time do that the next time and be aware of oh there's they're getting more laughs per minute they're getting a better reaction it's wow. it's more organic
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm not having to you know hit the microphone on my leg or you know giggle to make them giggle or whatever the tricks are that you do or don't know that you're doing
1: mm-hmm.
0: um that's the difference.
1: It's, it's really killing me that I can't remember this comic's name he passed away he was from Vegas at one point he was a cat burglar he did a lot of jokes where it was animal jokes um, but he was he was a good storyteller and he was he was a sl- slim guy glasses did he was at laughs. He was at laughs. Oh man, I really—it's it's
0: not Kelly Moran, is it? No, I'm trying to think of comics that have passed away. It's like John Fox, Kelly Moran, Scott Kennedy, and it makes me sad because <laughs> I can keep naming names.
1: Oh, really? Do it. I want to see now. I, I, um, those
0: are the ones. Those are the three that I remember specifically. Then uh, there's Kabibi.
1: And then um, I'm trying to think. Ah, dude, he was so funny though. But it was like, um. What you call it? Uh, John Ubrath told me to watch him. He's like you have to see him. And I we're coming down, and then Carl Above too. Mm-hmm. Carl Bove was really good. Um,
0: We've moved on from comics that died, by the way. Yeah, Carl Lebov no, is he, he's, alive he's and still well. alive. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> I would watch his comics, you know, and I would like. Um, and then Bobby Slayton came in one time, and then mm-hmm. so I got. The, and then he had me on his show, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I learned. Um, I definitely learned about the whole, like, what's a kill and what's not a kill. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm doing, what they're doing. What am I doing wrong? Why am I, I'm talking too fast. I'm not moving around. I'm I'm not, how do I get comfortable and how do I. You're,
0: you're, you're talking, you're, you're telling jokes over your own laughs. Yeah. You're you're stepping stepping on your own laughs.
1: And I remember doing that and did I did that a lot. It was, I was always at the comedy club. Like when I first started, like I was always at the comedy club. I would watch all, if I'm not on the show, I'm watching the, I'm watching the shows. Like I'm not watching the off nights. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching a, a night. Your peers. Yeah. I'm not watching my peers and, and going like, cause I know a lot of people sit there and watch their peers and be like, oh, I'm better than them. I'm better than them. They suck. These fools suck. That fool sucks. Because they want to feed that ego, so they're going to the shows. They're going to the showcases. Mm-hmm. Like fuck all that. Like I need to go to the show. I mm-hmm. need to watch. I need to watch why you're in the position you're in. Right. And then when I'm watching something, like instead of
0: asking that question yeah. and saying, "How come that person got passed? I didn't." Yeah. Come find out.
1: Mm-hmm. And then it's like, and and if I do truly feel in my heart that I should be passed more than this person, oh, guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna keep coming up. I'm gonna I'm like. How can I get up in front of you again? How can I want you to see this again? I want mm-hmm. you to see that. Matter of fact, I got something different, and I'm gonna and, and the result is gonna be, you know, the same. It's gonna be fun, and then we're gonna have a good time. So I'm gonna keep going. And um, I I I remember the uh, I don't know if we said it on this podcast or, or if we have we talked about it on how I became a headliner at, the, at laughs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah yeah we talked about it that the, you were trying to impress that girl. Yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, we've talked about it on here. Um, uh, oh Cash Livi was good one too. Do I watch? Mm-hmm. I watched Cash, and then um, he was great. Like all these guys were like road guys, and they had been all around and i didn't know that being a road comic was a bad connotation back in the day <laughs> i thought it was i was like oh these dudes dude they, they, they get to go all over the place it's a
0: bad connotation like you know paying your bills
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> i mean because really these comics have made a made a life and yeah. i mean some of them supporting families and things like that
1: Rob Duchesne. Of, oh, that's another one who's fucking comedy, great. Out
0: that. of comedy. On yeah. the road, comedy. And they're not super famous. And
1: Ron Shock. That's Ron his name. Shock. That's his name. I, I'm sorry. I had to hear his I'm sorry. Dear I didn't friend? mean to catch no, you know, off. No, no, it's I was, fine. It was I know, leave. you were right there. <laughs> 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 you know you, you when know, you're about to season and, and you lose it, you're like, fuck, I, I just had it. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm sorry, Ron
0: Shock is the comic that he was talking about that died.
1: That died, yeah. By the Ron way, Shock. He was for flying. those of
0: you that don't follow Carlos Logic,
1: yeah <laughs> I'm well
0: practiced in Carlos Alonso it's, right. it's so
1: A-L-M-B-T-A-Z and back to back to C <laughs> yeah Ron Shock he talked yeah <laughs> but um, but yeah these uh, it,
0: it, how, I don't know how you can how you can talk down or think down about somebody that's paying their bills doing the thing that you love doing mm-hmm. that's that's success you, I mean just if they're not not, maybe they don't want to be on a TV show maybe they don't want to be an actor the the end of the road isn't the same for everybody. So just because they're road comics mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're not good comics. Yeah. In fact they could be amazing comics. A lot of them are. Mm-hmm. But just because they aren't aren't looking to do what you're doing with your stand up doesn't mean they're not successful in what they're doing or that you can't learn something from them. Yeah. These guys pay mortgages. Oh Roy Scovel doing stand up.
1: Yeah. Roy Scovel was at laughs so at one point he was featuring for I want to say it was Mike Moreno at mm-hmm. one point. And it was funny because he, because uh, he's so he, – uh, Roy Scoville um, was very heady. And Mike Moreno was very like uh, – Mike Moreno. Mike Moreno or Moreno? Moreno. Yeah, yeah. He's very like just tough guy. And I don't – yeah, we're we'll doing this thing. I'm doing all it. And like
0: – Vinny, get the bat. Yeah, <laughs> Vinny, get the
1: bat. Uh, and so um, – but uh, it's funny because you, you watch all these guys as uh, – Shane Moss too. Uh, you watch all these guys – that were road comics, and now they're now they've gone on to do other things and stuff like that. But it was like, yo, man, these guys were definitely my education and how to get better or how to stay better and stay afloat. And like, I remember when I first seen Bert, and because uh, I I bombed, I ate shit. I don't know if I ever told the story. I probably did tell the story, but I, I ate shit. And um, and Bert was like, uh, I didn't know that because um, Doughboy was supposed to be the host, mm-hmm. and he um he he didn't show up. And do, Doughboy's from Sacramento. He's also on Wild and Out and shit like that. And def, def, uh, deaf jam shit. And he, um, he didn't show up. They, they called me up. I run right down. I get up. Uh, I'm all depressed. I'm sad. I've got my heart broke. So my bomb, I, my, my set is horrible. And he, and, and I get off and he was like, that was fucking great. That was fucking great. And I go, I just, I just ate shit, you know? Uh, and he was like, No, it was fucking perfect because you, you were just real honest. This night kept going through the whole thing. And I'm like, Who are you? And he was like, I'm Bert. I'm the, I'm the headliner. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> He's like, You're here all week. And I was like, Boom. And he, and then so I was like, I never seen his stand-up. I never seen him before at all. I don't know this guy. And then he goes up, and this is back when it was a Wednesday night show. Mm -hmm. And he fucking kills on a Wednesday night show. That's how it was so crazy when I started seeing all these, like, um, because I was like, if I can't kill on a Wednesday night show, then I'm not a good comic yet. Mm -hmm. Because these guys were killing on a Wednesday nights where the limit is you can, if we don't have, what is it, 12? Mm -hmm. 12. 12 people, we could have a show. And fucking, we would do a show for twelve people, but I, but like a Wednesday night, you would get maybe twelve to close to twenty three people. And other com—that's one of the things I have noticed too about this generation or this this other class—is that they'll see that and they'll get discouraged, and then they'll just be like, ah, all right, well, I'm just gonna whatever." Blah, blah, blah. They don't go out there and give them a show. They're, they're 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 like I used to always be like, "I'm not gonna punish these people that came out."
0: Oh, I should tell. Ta- oh, so I, I posted a thing that said, "If you want to learn anything about uh, how a booker thinks, listen to these podcasts because I tell everything." Uh, yeah. So I, ju- it just occurred to me, um, I'm more impressed by a person killing or doing well in mm-hmm. front of twelve people mm-hmm. than I am in front of two hundred. Yeah. Because two hundred's an easy laugh. Getting twelve people rolling.
1: Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. I was always telling people that too. It was like, yo. I respect that more. If you got 200 people in the room, someone's like, are you nervous? There's a lot of people here. I was like, fuck no. That's easy as shit. That's batting cages <laughs> at 20 miles per hour. Right. Someone's going to find this shit funny. The percentage of this is going to be like, even if it's not a good joke, they're right. going to laugh because right. they're not here to be upset. Or this group is
0: laughing because that lady's laugh is funny. Yeah. And this group is laughing because, I mean, they can all be laughing for different reasons, but they're still they're laughing. Still and laughing. there's this group mentality. if. If the rest of the room is laughing, then you're just automatically laughing, too, because laughter is contagious. Yeah, yeah. Well, if there's only 12 people, yeah, it's harder to start that pandemic.
1: It's hard. Yeah, it's so <laughs> hard. And as soon as when I seen like Bert killing on a Wednesday night, I was like, this is that's crazy. I was like, OK. A and comic then-
0: that goes out with the same energy yeah. for 12 as they do for 200.
1: Respect. And the thing that got me the most was when after he was killing, he stops the show to a dead halt. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was me and wrestler, and we're sitting in the in the in the uppers, and um, and he goes, uh, he says to the audience, he he, he goes um. You guys having a good time? They go, yeah. He goes, all right, cool. He goes, see those two guys over there, over there, sitting down the side of the by, by themselves over there. And he goes, those guys are comics. Those guys haven't laughed at anything I said because we're a different <laughs> breed. There's a different breed because
0: we only laugh when shit's going wrong.
1: Yeah, and he goes, and he goes, I'm going to say something that's going to make those guys laugh their asses off, and you guys aren't going to like it because that's how comics are. And he proceeds to go and say this joke, and we fucking die. And then, but I was like, I've never seen somebody killing and decide to stop the momentum and we're going to break and we're going to fuck it. And I, in my brain, I'm like, as a new comic, I can't got to keep this momentum going. I can't let these plates fall. I got to keep spinning them. Do you know what's so funny? What's that? You do that. I do that what? You do that now. What?
0: You'll stop. You will bring a whole show to a halt.
1: <laughs> do I? Yes. Yeah, yes. no, that's awesome. Yes, yeah. you do
0: it now because uh, uh, Chris Smith and I have talked about it because uh-huh. he, okay, so he is like you watching Burt, because he's like, he just, he just brought him back just like that. <laughs> yeah. You do that now. Oh, that's. Right. Or you'll get up and you'll be like, you know what? I'm just going to try some new stuff and then you'll do it and it won't do well. And it'll be, you know, it'll just be okay. And then you're uh-huh. like, all right, assholes, let's go. And then you just get them like that. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you do that. Yeah,
1: I've learned that from birth. Now. Yeah cause, yeah. Cause I remember seeing from other...
0: watching it be done.
1: Yeah. It's all previously. full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was, I went to go to that class. I mean, I studied that. Class. It was such a cool thing. And then, you know, and then I would see, you know, famous people go do stand up and I'm like, oh, you're fucking garbage. (laughs) Like, what? Why are you not funny? Like, you're so funny. And I started realizing, oh, because you some of them are comedic actors. Mm -hmm. Oh, you just read a script. And it's like or some of them didn't even have that much time. And they just went on the road and they fucking started eating shit. Mm -hmm. They didn't they didn't know how to work a crowd. They didn't know how to work the craft. They didn't work it. They all they did was. They were trying to take from standup as opposed to figuring out standup mm-hmm. and understanding it. And I, I, I was like, I don't ever want to be those people. And that's why I'm who I am and where I am now. Because yeah. I was talking to somebody and I go, I go, yeah, I'm I'm 38 and I, you know, I just didn't kiss ass, you know, so I'm where I'm at, which I'm not upset about because some people were like, oh well, you know, they this person got on this thing and they're on that and they started way later than you and it's like, uh, I remember someone asked me on a podcast, what if you, what if, uh, what if you don't make it? And I'm like, like I kind of did make it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I may have not made it in your famous person standards. Right. I was like, but I get to. I go look at this. I get to travel all over the country, and I get to get paid wherever I go to talk to drunk people. I get a hotel rooms. I get to fly. I get to hang out with friends. I get to see people. I I, I know. I know now um, the the mappings of other cities I've never grown up in like I've grown up in them. Mm-hmm. Like I can go on a date in in like in Reno or Seattle or Chicago and I know where stuff is at and mm-hmm. I know where cool things are. And like I it's just that's a crazy thing. That's awesome. I feel like I'm winning. I was like I get to like you said, I get to pay my bills with stand up. I gotta as soon as I figured out stand up was not was just as it wasn't just plain money. Like I had to fill out I had to pay taxes on it. I was like, <laughs> oh this is real.
0: Like okay I've made it. That's
1: when I knew I made it. I gotta pay yeah. taxes. I gotta pay Yeah so I was like, I think I feel like I did make it. I get to cool, do cool shit. I get mm-hmm. to be twelve years old all the time. Mm-hmm. I get to eat pizza whenever I want, hang out with my friends, talk shit, get paid, and uh, enjoy. I enjoy it. Like some people, like, and that's why I always say too. Like, it's... he says, "Eat
0: pizza." While we just had crustless keto quiche right. <laughs> today. I know. I'm just to, saying.
1: I, mean, I have to get better.
0: <laughs> you are doing
1: better. I am doing way better because this. I didn't want this. I didn't want to come out of this quarantine like terrible. Yeah. Because I mean, it's really easy. It's mm-hmm. super easy. Everything mm-hmm. is free, uh, delivery everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's open for you all late at night. And so then it's like, oh. And then you start going in your fat brain and you're like, well, I already had Burger King yesterday and I had uh, I had the, the deep dish of uh, uh, Little Caesars on it. What else have I never tried? You start thinking about commercials and you're like, oh, I'm gonna, oh, there's a new uh, nachos uh, at Taco Bell. Let's try that. <laughs> right. Before you know it, you're just this taste tester of fucking garbage. <laughs> garbage. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's so why I've been cooking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this was fun, as always.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 sums up that.
0: I know. We're gonna have to watch more things because we didn't do a lot of reviews. No, we
1: didn't, yeah, because it was That's like... okay.
0: Look, we pretended to have a lives this week. I know. I didn't watch a lot.
1: I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't, oh, the... did you watch did you watch The Center? No, I don't li-
0: watch that.
1: I only watch Waco. Watch uh, the-, the Afterlife two. I gotta see what else I told you to watch.
0: You ever watched anything I told you to watch? No, you so said f- Did you watch Sacrifice? Have you ever seen that? Nah. Um, with the Illusionist, fucking watch that. Okay. Nah. I'm sending you a list. Goddamn you better watch. No, because it week, I did.
1: I watched Afterlife one and season two. Oh yeah, Afterlife. And, and then, uh, and, that was then a good one. and then I had to do the uh, the Office. um Oh the the the. the are thing. you gonna do it again? Yes, I'm gonna do it again. I nice. don't know what date. I want to do it within this week. Yeah. And then, uh, all right, I'm going to send you
0: this too. You have to watch. Okay. Sacrifice is an easy watch and it's really, it's, it's really a psychological thing. Like, can he convince a stranger to step in front of a bullet for a stranger?
1: Oh, was this, was this like a, like a kind of like a documentary or a reality show? It was a
0: documentary sort of kind of thing.
1: And when they're like, and it's one person, but there's actors all around. Yes. I wanted to see this. What was it yes. called again?
0: It was called The Sacrifice with yeah. Darren Brown.
1: And it's like, and they're like... We're I gonna... watched it uh-huh. and
0: like, it's called Sacrifice. Heart-stopping. I want to like, see it. crazy because it's like, you know, like the power of suggestion and everything and like how, like, really? Like, okay, so watch that mm-hmm. and season one of The Sinner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I'll watch American Psycho.
1: No, no. And instead of American Psycho, watch uh, Wolf on Wall Street.
0: And Wolf on Wall Street.
1: Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to think what else I need to watch too. There's something else that i don't know. We'll find some more things.
0: All right. Well, whatever comes up. <laughs> All right. Been fun.